The period of civil war has ended. It's definitely an improvement and totally not a lateral move. Join Ambassador Plek Dexeter and his intrepid crew as they explore astounding new worlds, discover their heroic destinies, and meet weird bug creatures and stuff. This is Mission to Zix. Mission to Zix, an improvised science fiction podcast. at CYXX, launching September 6th. Slap my ass! It's time for conversation with the big guy, pal! <laughs> Welcome to Conversation with the Big Guy. I am the big guy, Ryback, and I'm sitting here with the one, Pat Buck. Happy to be back again on this episode, even though the last episode, you know, listening back to that podcast, me and Eddie, the editor of this show, uh, we, we talked about that. We felt bad listening back, dude, with all the mean tweets. Yeah, that, uh, I, I think that was probably because of the music you guys had put in, really... <laughs> Made me an ultra baby face for the segment, kind of. I mean, I was firing back also, but uh, just a day in the life of the big guy. <laughs> Dude, while I was reading them, like I was having fun saying saying some of these things, and then listening back, I'm like, oh my god, like I got really sad. Like me and Eddie were both texting each other, like, "Dude, imagine getting all this stuff." Like we both like were like, "Man, like we felt guilty. We felt guilty. We felt like." Very sad listening back to that episode. Like, that's not easy, man. I don't know. Just you, I know everybody gets yeah. it, but that's a fucking. I, <laughs> I'm glad that you. It seemed like you you really enjoyed doing it though while it was going on, uh, <laughs> particularly because you were mad at me that episode. So you probably were really fucking really laying them in, reading them all. This feels good reading them as yourself, um, and then listen to it back and like, oh, he's a, just a regular person. Um, no, it was. Uh, I told you when the CM Punk did that video or the podcast with Colt and all that, that is when things, millions of, of his followers hated me instantly. It, it just made me the, the, the ultra heel in the, you know, whether it was right or wrong and um, where they just, it kind of carried over from there where it always, it amplified and whatnot. And then it gets like those, the stories coming out from, the past couple of weeks and the, every opportunity they get, you know what I mean? It's just, yeah, uh, it's no more. So, you know, you no more, no more. It's, uh, why have the fans just stopped or the wrestling lovers just stopped tweeting you? Or is there a reason? To no, this? I've, uh, so I was, I've in the different things I've talked about it from, from some of the different books, there was one that's on my book of the week for this week. They actually were talking about, um, just deleting social media because just it really doesn't serve a purpose outside of it's you could still put your con there's apps where you could put your content and you could still send messages and put your pictures up there but you don't have to expose yourself to to anything and I look at it where I was just kind of I've told you in the past I've deleted when I was up there with WWE I deleted social media several times for for weeks at a time and it was the best periods for me because you just live life and you don't really, you don't, there's good and bad. So for every 20 good comments, there's one bad one, but it's all kind of empty. You don't need, I don't need those good comments either. I know who and what I am. I know what I'm doing. Sure. It always feels good to hear nice things. Same time. 
you don't need to essentially you're opening the gates of hell for the for the lowest of low creatures to to reach you and to impact you and if you read those it's funny and you laugh but like people telling you oh you're a piece of shit you should die you fucking faggot yeah. or just whatever and this, these are things on a regular basis oh i read yeah, them yeah, sure and, and there there's a lot worse ones out there and people it's just you're like why am i going to even what's the point of I don't need to hear that. I, I know who and what I am, and I, I'm happy with myself. So um, I would rather be able to help people and put my content out there, put positive stuff out there, and uh, promote my business and whatnot, and uh, and just not be exposed to that. But Snapchat is my main social media now because I could simply put my content out there, follow the few people that I follow, and nobody can can send you anything and tell you that they hope you die, you know, a miserable death and, and this and that. It, I, I, so I highly recommend. Going to use it. Twitter or not going to use Twitter? Twitter's done for. Oh, it's off my phone. And so I, when I say deleted, I didn't like delete my accounts. I just I okay. What this book recommended is just deleting them off your phone. And because it, it, if you look at we all hmm. essentially the phones, emails, the alerts on our phone, notifications, it, it triggers the same thing in our minds. Like that gambling that that you get that euphoric high from when you put money into a slot machine and you pull the, the pull the handle. There's something similar to that to that addiction where we get addicted to our phones and it's not the same thing as gambling, obviously, because you're not losing money. But it's constantly going to your phone, going to your phone, going to your phone. And when you delete it off your phone, it changes. I'm telling you, it changes everything. It is. I highly recommend everybody try it, even if just for a day, and just see how much simpler life is and you just don't have to it be, I mean, it's just, it's just a technique. You don't have to do it permanently. It's just something to uh, just get away and live life, man. Yeah. But I mean, you're not everyone else is getting uh, you know, you suck rotten hell messages too. Do you mean that for regular people? Yeah, Regular no? people too, because I, I talked and I, everyone I've talked to on this. So let me say you wake up and you, you go and you get a three hour training session in, you go tanning, you go eat in a nice restaurant you, maybe you go shoot some guns, go lay out by the pool for a little bit, go to a nice dinner, you come back, you maybe walk your dogs, and you're sitting there and you're just looking at everything on social media and you're like, man, everybody's doing all this other cool stuff. I'm a real piece of shit. It, like, it mm -hmm. really, I'm telling you, it just kind of, you're comparing your one life to the millions and millions and millions of people out there. And, and this is, again, other just things that I've read. It's just... I, I think the negatives outweigh the positives. And I think it's just getting, um, I don't know. I'm just, I would rather just live life and not concern myself with everything else going on. And it's not the people necessarily. It's not like just all the negative things. and the, It's just all of it in general. I, I don't want to be on my phone all the time and whatnot. Yeah, but what about your, what about your big resurrection of MySpace and Taos? <clears throat> Does that... Well, that's where I've gone. If, if people want to follow me, they could find me. <laughs> I just downloaded the Tout app the other day. Uh, I'm going to start putting out some amazing content on that and uh, only allow <laughs> allow the positive people into my space. Uh, yeah, ah, there we <laughs> yeah go. no, but it's uh, I still I use like my buffer app that I could go and put all my content on and, and put out my messages and whatnot and and just leave it at that. And why and it's it's amazing you break that habit of because I would go on and, and like stuff and retweet stuff because you try to engage in social media, but then you're exposing yourself to just all of it and you're wasting time. I just hate wasting time, and I, I don't know. It was just the uh, best decision I've made in a long time. Okay, so you've retired pretty much, essentially, from, uh, from social media. I got a big announcement later on. On We have our, the big guy's court in the main event. 
Yes. I have a huge announcement at the end of that. Uh, deal, okay. Yeah, which I think is going to, it's, it's big, Pat. All right. What else we have going on this week? How's your week? It's good. I got the little guy, uh, the puppy. He's, uh, he's, he's growing in front of my very eyes. He's in his crate right now. But him and Sophie, they just they tear the house up as far as their toys. And he, uh, he's a smart little dog. He figured out how to go in and out of the doggy door on his own. Never even had to show okay. him. Still shits inside. I just picked up two piles of shit before we did the podcast. So Always good. But uh, he's, uh, he knows he goes, he goes piss outside pretty much all the time. But he's still, he likes to shit inside a little bit. So we're, we're still working on that one. Um, but great week of training. I'm uh, leaving for Australia here this week, so it's... Uh, Are you nervous? Eh. I, I was... Uh, eh? I'm in shape. I, I, I wish uh, I still... Because I've been doing, like, today I did 75 burpees and 40 box jumps. Um, I just keep adding more and more. I, I will be doing, like, tomorrow's 100. I just... And then... Are you doing are you doing two training days training sessions a day now or I've been doing like conditioning no? separate than the, from the uh, weight training. Like, where I did... So you'll go, like... How many hours in the gym? So I do all my, I'm probably yeah. there for two and a half, three hours the first earlier in the day, early afternoon. Uh, and I'll usually do like the elliptical after um, just to get okay. some, burn some calories. And then I do my hard conditioning in like at home at night, either burpees or like today I did my burpees at the gym. But uh, like yesterday I did my, my jump rope and, and assault bike, uh, just endless set after set after set. And um, to try to break it up because that's the hard conditioning's. It, it, I like doing it all at once usually, but I'm at the gym for a long time because like, I do a lot of shoulder stuff right now, stretching and everything to, uh, to get my flexibility. And I've had the, my ART massage therapist, stretch therapist, uh, Bliss Stretch here in Vegas, um, work on me. She's coming back out on Sunday. I put a snap out, though. She, was, she does this thing. Have you heard of cupping? Yeah, I have. Um, I saw low, uh, I worked a show with Low Key, and he had a... He was getting put on his old suit thing, and he had bruises all over him. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, you're right. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's cupping. And I, I had no idea what it was, and he explained it. But you could probably explain it a little bit better. No, it's just it's these. it looks like an alien contraption when you put them on. It, lo- it looks like almost like octopus. Like, yeah. it's really creepy looking. And uh, but, but there's different ones. There's ones that you, like, essentially she suck, puts them on you, and they suck into your skin, but they... They stretch your skin and they pull all the blood to the surface. It's just kind okay. of, but it, it's, there's other ones that you can move around on your body with the oil, and it's just it's just like moving the blood around where you need it. And what does that what does it's that just, do? It just kind of alleviates pain. Yeah, and creates new blood flow in there and gets pulls new fresh blood into to the areas that are bothering you, and it helps. It stretches the muscle really good too. Like she'll be doing it and like mm-hmm. stretching my arm over my head in different positions. It, it like helps just get kinks out. It's uh, it feels great. I love it now. At first, I was like, eh, that seems like one of those gimmicks. I'm not really sold on it. And she goes, just try it. Yeah. And I tried it once, and I like I, I have bruises all over my back. They last for like anywhere three to five days. Like hmm. um, like purple suction marks on on your skin. It's uh. But it's good, man. So I'm getting all that done, and I'll do a couple matches in Australia. I don't know who. Do you know who I'm working over there? You know, they gave me the names of it, and I, I was familiar with one guy, but I really, uh, I really couldn't tell you to be honest with you. I'm not doing my job very well. I, although I have brought it up to every promoter from this point on, except for Big Mike, who always has to fucking fight me on ideas. That uh, you know, 
maybe we can have better match. I, I think I want to wrestle you've the wrestled best wrestlers. You want the best yeah. wrestlers, and you don't want to be kind of pigeonholed with, hey, let me wrestle the local big man. You know? I don't want to do the attraction matches anymore, Pat. I'm, I'm burnt out on attraction matches, a big guy versus big guy. I, uh, yeah. Especially right now, I just, I would rather, like, Cody does a really good job at selecting opponents. It's, uh, sure. I think we need to be just, just like Flip Gordon. I want to wrestle Flip. I think, uh, that mm-hmm. would be a fun matchup. And it's not, it's just things like that. And, um, two different styles and I think we could do a lot of cool things and there's a lot of guys out there, a ton of them, but, uh, and the big guys are all great. Everything's been fine, but it's especially right now, my body just give it a little time coming back and you know, let me get a guy I could arm drag around in there a little bit. I heard you're wrestling AR Fox on an upcoming show. That's uh, that's for you, isn't it? That's for me. Yeah. Yeah, September 9th. I met him before. So what's the deal with he, cause he's, you've never heard. He's a big Ryback fan. Is that correct? Yeah. And like people thought, apparently in PWG, people thought Fox was like, he's not, he wasn't doing, when you were at your, you know, doing your thing up there, like he was a genuine fan. Like he really does. Yeah. Like he's a, like he's not doing it to mock whatever. He was doing the whole feed me more thing. Oh, in really? PWG. Like he was, yeah, that's where it all came from. Apparently. Okay. My good friend, uh, Robbie Fox, who hosts a podcast for Barstool, he was the one that was like, "Hey, man, you got to book this match." I'm like, "I'm like, I'm, I'm like, I'm not against it, but why?" He goes, "Well, here's the background, and he's a big fan of his, and he used to do his stuff in PWG." And when I hit up Fox, he thought I was kidding with him. He was like, "That's pretty." He's funny. like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah." Like, so, uh, but I, I was like, also, it's it's interesting. It's going to be a good match, and it's appealing on all levels. So I was like, "Fuck it, do it." So, oh, I'm looking September 9th. I'm looking forward to that. That's uh, I met him. I was a. Uh, on the road, and he was in, I don't know if it was Philadelphia or somewhere back east, and I was leaving, the checking out of the hotel to go eat and work out in the morning, and uh, there was a guy at the other hotel across the street, and the parking lots were, like, connected, and uh, you know okay. when you can, like, just see another person, and like, oh, that guy's pretty jacked, and he was, like, wearing, like, mm-hmm. a sleeveless shirt, and uh, the guy... Wait, from, yeah, wait. <laughs> I would love if you could look from a parking lot far away, you're like, oh, man guy has good arms and you just get in get into the restaurant yeah yeah <laughs> that's that's the story to, yeah <laughs> and it wasn't that guy it, was, it wasn't ar fox it was just a guy yeah he's jacked and i went and had breakfast and went about with my my business as usual no but this i'm putting my bags in my trunk and my trunk and the car this car pulls up behind me and it's ar fox that was the guy with his it was, i don't know if it was his girlfriend um at the time okay. or anything like that but uh and we got out and talked for a little bit, and he was a really nice guy. So it was uh, cool, yeah, man. It was. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. It'll be fun. Very cool. Before we get, we got a couple things that happened this week. But before we get to it, uh, let's keep the little structure going. I believe it's your turn for song of the week and our old plugs. Well, since I'm, uh, we were talking about the mean tweets and all these people just being so mean to me. Um, and it's it's summer. It's we're heading into August here. Um, and you picked a nice summer song last week. I, I like Summertime Sadness by Lana Del Rey. Is, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Your fucking choice of music sometimes, man. It's what, what, What's wrong with that? Do you like that song? I, it's, Do you, it's is, my... is this on your uh, workout tunes? Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I, have a, I, I have everything from heavy metal to then the Titanic love theme. <laughs> like it's, 
It, it's sure. a wide array of uh, of a little Chris Isaac on there. There's a uh, there's a lot. Ah, wicked game. Wicked game. That was my Tampa song. Driving over the bridge. I'd always put that on. Just <laughs> cry. <laughs> I cry about your life. The uh, no. J- I gotta wear this cowboy yeah, hat. Yeah, just yeah, <laughs> pretending to be a goddamn fucking cowboy from College Station, and I've never even been there. I'm just a fucking fraud. <laughs> the uh, I'll never forget. I was sitting. This was when I was. I think during the the whole Shield run with them, that whole period, uh, we were sitting mm. in a. It was at, a, at one of the gyms before the live event, and it was just me and Ambrose sitting inside of a sauna. And uh, I always would put music on my headphones, but you know how you could, if you have them on loud, <laughs> you could hear, hear them. Yeah, yeah. So I, <laughs> Chris Isaac, Wicked Game, is playing really <laughs> loud, and I'm just sitting there, and Dean's just hearing the whole thing. And he goes, "We got out later," and he like he goes, "Dean's like a real character. He's just kind of quiet, but he's." It's like, man, never would have pictured in a million years of sitting in a. Sauna with Ryback listening to to Wicked Game, <laughs> like just <laughs> it was. Uh, it's like, yeah, man, I, I I like a lot of different kinds of music. He goes, no, no, it's cool, but it was. Uh, he was probably a little disturbed by it, <laughs> like the whole song. Yeah, the- you're just you're just stone faced. Both of you guys sweating, and he's looking at you, That's- doing my little head rock oh, like my it's God. my theme music, but it's Wicked Game. <laughs> just trying to play it off like I'm rocking out, but. Just internally crying <laughs> my soul through my skin. Oh, oh all right. All right, guys. For all fan mail, please send it to P.O. Box 752-740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. Feed Me More Nutrition is available at Spartan Nutrition here in North Las Vegas. Feedmemore.com, allpumpyouup.com, and on Amazon with free prime shipping. Wake Up, It's Feeding Time, the motivational book. By the big guy Ryback Reeves, available on Amazon. Feed Me More merch on Amazon. Link is at feedmemore.com. And Fuel Meals, the personal meal prep service of myself, save 10% with discount code THEBIGGUY. Feeding Time 2.0, the official theme song of the big guy Ryback on the Independence, available on iTunes. And Holosync Meditation, available on feedmemore.com. This podcast conversation with the big guy. Please share and review. Let's keep it growing, guys. And the official Facebook for Feed Me More Nutrition is at Feed Me More Nutrition. The Twitter, at CWTBG. And I'm in Australia this week, and uh, August 5th and 6th. I believe the Wollongong, uh, I should have had the thing. I didn't have it written down this week. I'm in Wollongong, and they're on my Facebook site, though, the appearances. Uh, the wrestling matches and appearances this week, August 5th and 6th in Australia. So if you're out there, I know we have a lot of listeners out there, too. Hopefully, do we do? Hopefully, you guys can come on out. And I just somebody actually from Australia put a, a order in on feedmemore.com and uh, for some stuff. I got to get that out for them tomorrow, actually. So, wait, so you mail shit to Australia? Yeah, we have inter- international shipping on there. It's it's uh, international shipping is a lot more than domestic. So it's sure that's why we're trying to get all this stuff worked out on Amazon. Canada is going to be a problem with the supplements because they require completely different labels. Um, from what uh, we're understanding, Canada's really weird on some of this, but uh, and so are the people. Yeah, we, we, Sorry, <laughs> you <laughs> always say weird Canadians. That's always the. I love Canadians, so I try to say Pat. They're people too, um, but uh, no, the UK. They uh, we're working on that still. I, I think I got to get a PO box out there for the for the company so that uh, 
and like they require on the labels rather than dietary supplements, they want it to say food supplements. But what you could do is put Ugh. stickers on the labels that and, okay. and that covers it. But I I got to get registered with the food uh, and drug administration, whatever their their FDA is over there. So now we're doing that uh-huh. right now. So that whole, it's going to be in the UK eventually because the label thing isn't an issue over there. But it's it's just a lot of work and just getting all that. Okay. Local. Soon enough. As for me, I will be wrestling. Uh, Impact released their uh, their cards for August 4th and August 5th in Staten Island and St. James. I will be on those shows. And the following week, an NYPD fundraiser on Thursday, August 10th. Get tickets for that at WrestleProOnline.com. And a lot of people ask, well, how can I watch WrestlePro footage? And you can do that at our friends at TitleMatchWrestlingNetwork.com. Uh, that's all of my footage goes. They're a great company. They've got the biggest collections of wrestling footage anywhere. All of the WrestlePro events, shoot interviews, women's matches, death matches. You can watch it free from listening to this podcast for two weeks. Sign up at TitleMatchWrestlingNetwork.com. All the stuff I've done, all the stuff Ryback's done is going to be on there. And check them out. And that's all I got. Is it just the highlights of people beating the shit out of me? Like on the, the Brian Cage one where the, whoever did that, it was just all highlights of him? <laughs> <laughs> well, you got one move in, and he got he got eight or nine. They just showed me doing the cannonball, but they cut away. They were just filming him the whole time, him in the corner. It wasn't even me. You miss. You don't even see the full <laughs> cannonball. That was it. And I was like, oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> That's amazing. There was one time where I had a dude. So this is like 2010. It was after OVW. And this guy hit me up on, dude, I don't know if it was MySpace. It might have been. It was MySpace. MySpace was still a thing, okay. I think. And he's like, um, and I think I put a message out there or something. He goes, hey, I'm a video editor, and I have all of your matches from uh, OVW. And I said, oh, that's cool, man. I was like, can you put like a, a reel together? Because I don't have a lot of my stuff on tape from OVW. And he goes, yeah, sure, I'll do that for you. And he goes, you know, would you mind if, uh, you know, hey, I don't want to ask for money, but this will take a lot of time. I go, no problem. What's fair? Like 50 bucks? He goes, yeah, 50 bucks. So I actually sent him 50 bucks. Um, I think I, I don't remember how I sent it. It might have been PayPal. It might have been Western Union. It was something like that. Anyway, he, he sends me the, he's like, hey, I made this really good reel of all your matches and stuff. And it was just, dude, it was hot. The whole fucking thing was me getting my ass kicked. Oh, man everything was taking moves from everybody and i go dude i go you put the matches on there correctly but you know you just showed me for like four minutes getting the shit kicked out of me like that's not that doesn't look too cool and he goes well you sold it really well i go yeah but i'm like sending that out like that's you don't you you don't really do that that that, that kind of even though this is predetermined fake bullshit like I can't just send shit out like where I'm just getting the shit kicked out of me for four minutes straight. And then he never gave me the, my money back and he disappeared. Well, so I got ripped it would off. be good if you're just going to, you're getting hired as an, an enhancement talent everywhere. Look, man, I could really put people <laughs> over like that's the perfect <laughs> fucking video to send. I thought you were going to say what, when he was discussing what he wanted from you, just going by past stories, I thought it was going to be like, yeah, I just need you in a room jerking off for a few minutes. Just send me a tape. And I can like, just another Pat Buck story that's something you did to get the footage that he gave you really shitty footage on top of it. <laughs> oh, man. So this week we had some stuff. Um, you know, I don't know. We're not really much of a review show, but Battleground happens. I don't know if there's 
anything. I don't know if you saw it. I didn't see all of it. I saw bits and pieces, but I don't know if that's work, worth covering as far as what happened this week because things, stories stemmed out of that that we do want to talk about. I watched the entire battleground. I'm trying to go back and think of uh, the matches as I was, uh, I know, <laughs> but I enjoyed, again, watch, it, it's just, I enjoyed it. It was, uh, and I know everybody there, the majority of people there, and uh, they always do a great job on everything and whatnot. So I don't know what. Um, I remember I messaged you during the um, the Nakamura Baron Corbin match, and I the crowd mm-hmm. just seemed really flat for that one. That was like because they were in Philly, correct? I don't. Were, I don't know. I think were so, they? right? I be- Yeah, they, I believe they were in Philly, and you know, to be in front of a Philly crowd and have them be so rather checked out is kind of a surprising thing. But like I've. I've paid attention to what people have said about or people with a lot of opinions towards Nakamura. And a lot of people think I don't agree with this whatsoever, but um, a lot of people, well, their opinions that he's, he's like failing in a way. And I'm, I just think that they utilized him in a way. I don't think it's anything he's done, but that he's, I don't think he's connecting. I don't think it's his fault necessarily, but I don't know, man. I don't know how to kind of put it into words. What people are look are are they're 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 not proud of Nakamura for some reason. It's like a disconnect. I don't know. Uh, again, a crowd could be flat at any point. For you never know how the night what they've seen. I can't remember what was before that um, and whatnot, or if it's just it happens. And I mean, they and don't get me wrong when I say flat, they're still cheering him and stuff. And but not it, sure it wasn't as as loud as what you would probably have would hope for but he's doing a great job but i think it's uh it's tough i don't know he doesn't speak great english and uh when you're appealing it again it's kids and families on top of the the two sweeter tweeters it's it's more than just them we've talked about this so but they're the ones that are reaching that are actually going like he's not I've seen it and I've heard it on other podcasts and other shows. Oh, really? Like, he's not perfor- he's not performing at the level. It's like he's to me, he's been performing at the same level for a long time. Uh, and it's just fine. I think that they put him in a bad spot where he was he I think he was drastically overhyped. Okay. Where there was no there was almost like no way to deliver on who whatever I also think they by having him speak and by having him, like, I just feel like he was almost overhyped and put in a bad position. Not in a bad position, because he's on TV and he's doing yeah. well and he gets wins. But having him speak on certain things, not his strong suit, I do think there's a huge disconnect from the audience. I think that, like, a lot of fans, like, watch him and doing his all weird gyrations. And it's hard for a person that doesn't know him to go, man, I don't know if I really want to cheer for this guy. Yeah, I don't know if I care. And I think it's a big problem that they're facing it's not the worst thing in the world, but I think that's where all this criticism comes from. Yeah. Again, the only thing he hasn't been up there that long, so it's just time and maybe they'll figure out where find his niche and like, uh, the way to use him more effectively. I, everything he's doing is fine. It's just in its storylines. He has a big match coming up with, uh, John this week, which should be, uh, with Cena, I think on uh SmackDown coming up. Yeah. That, so that yeah, should yeah, be interesting right. to see, how they how they work mm-hmm. together and what they do and the the kind of stuff. I'm sure they'll have a John always is is given ample amount of time to go out there and perform and whatnot. So it's uh his theme song. I know everyone he has a catchy theme song and uh it just takes time. People I remember uh double A, good old double A, Arn would always say it takes 
and again, this is you're, you're for the WWE universe or their audience. So you're not you take out the people that know him from his other stuff, and you're now you're uh-huh. people are seeing him for the first time. It takes a good year, year and a half of being on TV for them to like recognize you as a TV star almost. Where it's uh, and there's always some truth to that. Like as far as I, I get it that. Takes, I mean, how long has he been up there? Six months, maybe. Is that maybe, what it was? Maybe, yeah, Rumble? maybe. Right. I don't even know if that. So it's uh, it just takes time for people to get acquainted and seeing you over and over again, and then it uh, and that let that process play out. So I think he's doing great. But it, it's just it's he doesn't the the English thing obviously isn't um it, that's tough that's I, mean, I I can't imagine having to go to another country and, and trying to learn that language and communicate effectively and mm-hmm. going over to Japan and speaking Japanese you know that's that's a tough fucking thing to do so it's, yeah uh, he, he's doing the best he can I'm sure one thing I thought that was interesting from Battlegrounds well. Uh, we we did predict yeah. uh, weeks ago. <laughs> you you predicted the, the, this. This is all you you. I just money on this. I would have liked someone on fucking Twitter to give me a little bit of cred. I was like Jesus. Like I just thought Punjabi prison. Hey, that makes sense. They bring Kali back, maybe because he's so established in India and as an enforcer yeah. again for, and it fucking happens. He climbed the cage. I was when you said that. I was said there's no way. What are they would. When he comes down, he can't climb the thing, and he proved me wrong. He didn't go all the way up. He got, he got up, up there. there just enough. And, uh, yeah, he wasn't wearing the, the independent collie, Biz Cash. He uh, was. I wish he was. <laughs> I wish he was dressed just like a Singh brother. <laughs> <laughs> just bigger. <laughs> I don't know why that would just. Or just wearing some ca- big fucking khakis and a Hawaiian shirt and just comes down and just choking <laughs> Randy in the cage and some nice dress shoes, man, that would have, uh, that would have made my day. No, but Kali, I don't know. Was he back with him? Uh, I don't know if he was back with him on TV this week. It might've just been a one. Yeah. You know, thing. I, I don't know. Actually, I really, we should do our due diligence, but I swear I, I didn't watch. I, I watched half of SmackDown. Forgive me. I was actually fucking wrestling in a ring that night, teaching people. <laughs> and then, uh, I just haven't watched it, so I, I really don't know. So maybe he's back. I would assume they would get more out of that, not just a, or maybe not. Maybe it is just a one-off. Do you think do a spinoff with Randy Colley next at SummerSlam? But, uh, I want see. I wonder what kind of I've so I booked. I gave Colley a deposit, and then I I had him on a show coming up. I'll openly admit this. I love I Rick Colley, but he's a sweet human being. It's, but I, I've always gotten along with him really good. I just know it's a little bit difficult to communicate sometimes. He did independent shows, and, and some I heard he did very well with, and other ones not so much. So I gave a deposit, and it just wasn't working budget-wise for the show. So uh, I had a couple of shows coming up where I was actually going to reach out and be like, hey, Kali would be an appropriate fit for the sold events here or there. And then I saw that he's back, and I, I went to. I was like, "Oh God, he still has my deposit." So I don't think I'm getting that back. But you know, maybe maybe next time he isn't on an independent wrestling scene, I'll I'll have a Kali appearance. Unless it was a one time thing, you know, it might work out for the better. He get that rub again from them, another appearance up there, and you know, maybe get to a nice little turnout for you. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, I thought. Uh, Trying to think of the different matches. Uh, 
on it. I know I'm you know who I'm really happy for in is Naomi is um she's I've, I've known her from Florida Championship Wrestling and she's always been just a sweetheart and just a good human being and she wasn't always used in the best fashion for a while up there and for and they were bringing other divas up and other girls and whatnot mm-hmm. and she kind of was on the back burner a little bit and it's good like I'm finally she she has the whole glow thing going and I think does she have the championship they made her a yep the, so like that's a, that's a big deal to be able to get that as part of your your thing and uh she's I'm happy for her because she's one of the good human beings up there so that's uh there's a lot of good human beings up there I'm saying but she's she's always just been a, a good human being and she works hard so I'm, I'm proud of, of her having success and I hope she has a long run as champion great other things taken away from that, I noticed there was like a Twitter backlash after. Like this was mind blowing to me. I mean, we speak about stuff like this all the time, but to see it affect like someone behind the scenes, where the stuff with Road Dog, I think you know what I'm talking about. Oh, you didn't know? With that, people were hashtagging, you know, Fire Road Dog for not liking the show. I thought that was nauseating. Wrestling fans complaining? What do you? I mean, yeah, I know. If you, it, it doesn't matter who and what you are. It, it just, it's at every level. I'm. I don't know what 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 didn't they like about it? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just saw, I saw a couple things like, you know, it's about time. I think we should all admit it's time to fight. Like, dude, it's a person's fucking job. Like, SmackDown is primarily, relatively, really decent. It's a well-run show, and you don't like the pay-per-view, and you want this guy's livelihood to go away. Like well, they don't, they don't understand getting someone fired. They're all unemployed, Pat. They don't get it. They don't, they don't, they, <laughs> they live at home, and they're like, they don't understand. So that, uh, no, I saw some of that going on, and um, I sent him a, a thing through the buffer after JD actually messaged me, telling me all about it, and I said, "Get the fuck out of here!" Just everything. I was like, "That like." Road Dog's a great guy. I've always gotten along with him really, really well. Um, mm-hmm. He's funny too, and uh, it's he—he's he, you know having the drug addiction and, and having that whole thing and going through his trials and tribulations and like he overcame all of that and he's he he sits at a very high position in a, in a huge yeah. company and um, and he has a lot of responsibility and and he's I think the shows have been better than they have in a long time. Mm-hmm. everything and uh if not it's fake fucking fighting what do you want from it it's never been great like if you go back <laughs> and look if you look throughout they'll, they'll come every once in a while they'll hit a home run on something sure and, and the rest of it's kind of there and it's it is what it is and but uh yeah why would you want to get somebody fired like god damn grow the fuck up he i'm getting he should delete social media too not even it doesn't matter, you know who you're doing. You go social media, Nikki. Get the fuck over here. What's everybody talking about this week? Uh, well, the consensus is maybe the the most people didn't seem to like this. Okay, we'll maybe address that and go on. Fuck everybody else and keep doing what you're doing. Like it's people are gonna bitch and whine and complain about anything they can, and they now have an outlet and a platform to do that with no accountability. So people would rather be offended and complain to be miserable than just be happy and live life and fuck. Do you ever remember watching wrestling? I remember watching it as a kid and just never hating things, like just loving it. It was, I just enjoyed watching it. And there were guys I liked more than others, but I never hated anybody like as a yeah. person or where I was like, man, I really hope he fucking dies tonight. It never, mm-hmm. I, I just want, and I, so I, I don't connect with these people that are so 
opinionated on all these different things on how wrestling should be and what I do. I don't get it, and I never will. Just watch it. Uh, yeah, shut never, the fuck up. Yeah, I never thought about that like at all before. Like, oh man, this per th- this show is just everyone watches wrestling from a performance standpoint. Like, like whether the, I don't know. It's just it just. It's not even worth talking about anymore. But someone left wrestling. This I thought was really cool. It was in the news this week, or the the the, the fake wrestling news this week. Uh, but it's a real story that Davy Richards has, is pretty much wrapping up his career. He left Global Force, and he's going to become a doc. He's going to med school. He's going to become a doctor. Uh, he's an EMT right now. I just thought that was a really tremendous thing to to actually be yeah. a quote guy on television doing his thing and going. You know what? I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I, I thought that was pretty awesome. He's been doing both for a while now, right? Going to school and everything and, and still performing and which is no easy task doing that. Yeah, he has, I know he's an EMT, so that does require like a certain level of, of schooling and, and probably I'm, I'm assuming an EMT is like kind of a two year uh, yeah. program, but it probably gives you the prerequisite because there was a time too. maybe I made the wrong decision where I was kind of weighing my options, I got accepted to a medical program where I could either go back to school and become a physician's assistant, which I wanted to do kind of like underneath the doctor level, or I could run a wrestling show and I ran a wrestling show, <laughs> but I picture uh, you as Falker from eat the parents as a male nurse going around uh, in there. It, it, it just, you have a real gentle touch. Just <laughs> nurses make great money, dude. They, oh, they, they absolutely. They do. They help people. That's a great, that is not a position to be ashamed of. I just, I just instantly thought of Fokker, Greg Fokker, when you just said med- you going to medical school. I love the <laughs> stories of the uprising of Pat Buck and just all the different things. And oh, it's great. Worn a lot yeah. of hats. But, Congratulations, uh, Davey, though. Yeah, that's a great accomplishment. Because you just, you know, it sets you up. What I think people really, what fans really disconnect with is, and maybe this is a reason why a lot of are so angry. I think a lot of fans watch and they just automatically assume you're on TV, you're a multimillionaire, and everything's great. I, I, I think that's a thing. I really there, do. There's some that know the, the reality of it, and then there's others that think that you are, you're set for life and this and that, and it's, uh, it's just... Because I, I, I've, I've seen both sides of it, so as far as um, what people think on that... And they think that you're just making hundreds of millions of dollars or, you know what I mean? Cause you're on TV. They don't understand the logistics of everything. So it's, um, he may, he's making a smart choice. I would say, I think he's still going to wrestle a little bit probably, uh, I would imagine, or is he going to, yeah, gonna... I guess that the bookings come up and they don't go again. You know, it's hard when you, when you become a doctor, cause you have to eventually, you know, you go through serious schooling all the time and then you have to do a residency where you're basically, you know, you're working 70 hours a week, Yeah, really trying to claw it out. You know, once you become a doctor, it's not an easy thing. It's not like you all of a sudden make a ton of money. You got to, you got to kind of pay your dues again. And he's doing it, you know, I think he's in his mid thirties and, uh, or early thirties. I'm not really sure, but it's just, it's just a, it's a wise, it's something, honestly, to this day, I still think about, I still think about, do I want to do this or do I want to go down that path? I, I legit have thought about it at least, especially seeing him do it is probably the, it hit home for me. I'm, I'm still thinking about it. Like, I don't know. Oh, really? You know, I don't, if you really think about this, you know, like it's, you got to look ahead. You got to look into the, the later years in, in, in the, in the, 
I, I see what you're saying with all this. I, I see it completely. You, you're looking at the bigger picture, especially when you have a family involved and whatnot. It, there's yeah, wrestling takes up a lot of time. It's it's very time consuming, especially for you, where you're in charge of so many different things on, on different aspects of it. So, and you know, it's like when you work when you work for yourself, and you can attest to this. You can't really like check out. You can't no. just like, you know, oh, nine to five happens. I'm good, and like. You can, you can enjoy your hours away because your brain doesn't have to process any worry about work. You may have one or two tasks at work, but like, I'm, I'm just tired, dude. I'm like, you know, I got my ring rentals this weekend. I got two birthday parties I booked. I got 12 shows between September and January. Whoa. I'm doing all, I'm doing your, yeah, I'm doing a lot of shit, man. I'm doing it all myself. I got the billboard up. I'm training guys three days a week. I'm, I'm doing all your stuff. We're doing the podcast. I'm going, fuck, I'm tired, <laughs> but yeah. I, I still like it. I'm very blessed, but I, I think about it sometimes. Like maybe it'd be fun to be a normal job or, or a nice normal uh, job. Uh, what I the first thing that comes to my mind, and I think, and you we've talked about this a little bit, especially you in your position, is using your tools around you that you have, and in getting designating the right appropriate people into the right positions. Sure. That and and but getting that honed that like hone in on that fine tune that where you can free up more of your time to do the things you need to do that would help you to continue to grow essentially. And I think that uh, if you could figure out the right, which you already have pieces in place for different things, but very blessed, but maybe fine tuning it even more where you could free up a little more time. Cause I know, like you said, the drives that would kill me doing the drives back and forth, go to the training school and you're getting stuck in traffic and there's only, when you're stuck in traffic, I mean, you, yeah, you could throw on a podcast, throw on an audio book, but you can't get cert- you can't get shit done in your car all no. the time. So, you, you kind of pigeonhole yourself on that. Where maybe is if you if the you have people in that you do the training and you know you don't have to get there all the time, which is a hard thing to get in place. So, and you got there's a lot of trust that goes into that. So, um, where you could better use your time if you could free up three hours a day or four hours a day, that's a big difference. You know, huge, huge, but I get what you're saying on the work. I'm constantly, even if I sit down for a second and something, and I'm I'm doing something with Amazon, I'm doing an email here on this and then taking a break for a little bit and doing, it's just constantly, you're constantly just doing stuff. It's Mm -hmm. it, but it's a good thing. It's a good problem to have, but at the same time you do, you need your, your breaks. Absolutely. Uh, one person that also works for himself that I want to talk about. I sent you the video about this this week. I'm trying to segue. This is a terrible segue. Uh, Grim, our buddy Grim, who oh, yeah. for those that, that don't know who Grim is, uh, Grim at one point was training to be a wrestler. Not exactly your, uh, not exactly a blue chip athlete. You know, a little little <laughs> bit on the heavier side. He'll he'll openly admit that. So, but he's had some training. Um, but he he, ha- he, he has had training. He has training, yeah. Okay. Um, because I know... Where did Grim train at? Do you know? I don't know, and he should probably get his money back from that person. No, I'm <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> I love Grim. Grim, that was... He's very... I've met him, I think, twice. He's a very nice guy. I ball, I'm just ball-busting him. So he segued, though, and created a career for himself uh, with these, the, these this YouTube show with... I mean, he has hundreds of thousands of views on every episode. Yeah. Um, kids are obsessed with this Grimm's toy show. He and he's a real nice guy and a good guy. And he does independent shows and he wrestles in matches and like, you know, kids has like a good him, time. Though. Yeah. Kids love him. Uh, the, the, 
biggest attended creative pro show that we've ever had in Long Island for my school was the one Grimm was on. Really? If that goes to show. Yeah. Granted, we ran smaller shows. We're going to run bigger ones coming up. But uh, the highest pre-sale was just kids going to the shows, literally telling their parents, I need to be here. He I saw that. The Pee-wee, Her- the Pee-wee Hermit of wrestling. <laughs> Before the masturbation incident. <laughs> uh. he, but, it, but I saw it myself. I was like, this is kind of, because like, I see pre-sale for my show. It come, it, 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 you know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But but the amount of responses it was basically like hey my son keeps bothering me to go to this show yeah you know can you and it worked out well so anyway Grim does a lot of bookings in the New Jersey area or all over and he wrestled on a show and you could see the in the crowd this video is on YouTube you can look it up on his uh, you know whatever and he's wrestling in an independent show which it's a very small venue I mean it's it looks like it's someone's fucking basement to be honest with you it's, okay. it's so tiny yeah I, you sent me the clip actually I did see this and you can see like Grimm's wrestling a person he wins the match or loses the match I forget and kids are in the front row having a good time and you see these two guys go in the ring and one fucking legit punches Grimm as hard as he could sucker punches him like yeah and it didn't phase him by the way at, Grimm fuck got rocked and uh Shook it off, and I think he was in shock because I mean, Grim doesn't strike me as a guy that that th- that's probably been in a lot of fights before. Well, and I figure that when he threw a working glom after that, <laughs> yeah, he did get up and he threw he, the old elbow. It was a glom. He glommed him in the back. I was like, "What the fuck are you doing, Grim? Punch him in the fucking face!" Oh. I wish he would have. He should have just got because he was way bigger than them. He just should have beat the piss just out of them. snapped and just fucking just tore them apart that would have been just what a, that video would have had 20 times the amount of views if it's just grim snapping and beating the shit out of these two guys <laughs> grim murders a guy in front of all these kids <laughs> but, no, but he was no. so it looked like a wrestling run-in but the punch yeah. was like it was a shoe punch and the yeah. other one they beat up his opponent too and they gave him a power bomb. It was a shoot power <laughs> <Jesus>. bomb. <laughs> this is why I told you I didn't know if it was real or not. Because I, it was weird. Pa- they power bomb. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna fuck these guys up. What do you want to do? Well, I'm gonna punch the guy right in the jaw. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna power bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck? This is why I think I still the punch on him though. You just watch it back. You're like that. There's no. It, it, unless that is the greatest punch thrown, working punch thrown, you know, in demand. It was, it, I mean, you could tell it, it looks like he fucking nails Grimm. But I mean, what's your, you powerbomb a guy? That I, I don't, <laughs> I mean, that's something I would do in a street fight, but not in the, <laughs> <laughs> Just, Clearly, though, have the guy worn down first. No, you do that to a guy and you'd kill a guy if you did that on, on cement. Um, mm-hmm. there, you would fucking kill him. That, so that is not something anybody should ever fucking do but in a ring i don't understand what was do you understand like what was the reasoning for that okay so the reasoning and did is the this. guys this did what, the guys sell it i can't remember you, it was so confusing because so apparently <laughs> it looks like a run-in but grim and his opponent don't know that this is happening so grim gets socked in the face and you could see he's like what the fuck again look at this on youtube and then Grim gets up and kind of throws like a glom back. you can tell he's pissed off yeah but he's also probably rocked and he's also, <laughs> he really laid it in there. Yeah, he laid it in. Just brother, fucking stop. But you can tell Grimm's probably more like surprised. Like, what the fuck just yeah. happened? Did you mean to like 
And what do you do in that situation? I've seen it happen to wrestlers before where they get taken advantage of and then they're so shocked by it. What you should do is just beat the shit out of someone. That's what you should do. But, you know, yeah, it's, it's it was new to him. Tough position. So, but the other guy's getting power bombed. So, <laughs> Grim watching on as the guy gets power <laughs> <laughs> Which, again, though, if that was, not, if, and that this is 100% real, those guys, I mean, that is, you, you could really fuck a guy up power bombing him in the ring if you snap him down hard and bring him on his, you can kill it. I mean, has, didn't Great Collie actually kill a guy, give him a power yeah. bomb? And granted, um, he's seven feet tall, but if you drop and actually snap him down, if you did it as hard as you could, you can kill a human being with the yeah. impact of the head. To the, to the Absolutely. So, I mean, that is a really, really fucking dumb thing to do outside of being unprofessional on top of that. Just no. So, are, oh, so here's a, yeah, here's a story. So, um, and these guys cut a promo and Grimm is pissed off after and he kind of yells something to the camera. Uh, but he walks off, I believe it just, yeah, he, he was the better of the, he just got the fuck out of there. Cause that can be handled in the back. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, he got out of there and then, um, these guys cut a promo basically saying he's, this is what, why they did it. They look at Grimm as if, and I don't know these guys and mind you, I do my homework and I know who everyone is. That's my job to know who people are in independence. I know, yeah. granted, I didn't watch. I didn't catch all of SmackDown. I didn't watch all of Battlegrounds, but I know who people are, good, bad, and different on independent yeah. wrestling. It's my job, and I, and I like, and I'm a mark. So, like, I don't know who these two guys are. They're in Jersey. They're dressed in, like, street clothes, and their their whole mindset is that Grimm's an embarrassment to wrestling and how dare him actually be on wrestling shows. Rest, wrestling is an embarrassment to wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> they, got, they got it all mixed up, but keep going. If you really look at the premise too, like the, it looks like it's in a, someone's basement pretty much. And these guys dressed in shorts. I don't know if one was wearing flip flops. They were wearing like, they just looked like dudes that were playing basketball, like kind of okay. a skinny muscular kid, not even. And can, can just basically saying how embarrassing it is. And the, he doesn't deserve to be in the ring. And like, I'm like, wait, so these fucking guys were planning in the back. Like, all right, man, we're just going to beat the shit out of this guy. Like, let's fuck him up and cut a promo. They didn't on him. even do a good job at it. They only threw one punch. And then <laughs> yeah, they threw. Oh, that's oh, true. That was the game plan. One punch and a power bomb. That's it. That man. was the master fucking plan. They're going to get some heat. Or maybe, maybe, maybe we're wrong here. Maybe they weren't mad at that. Maybe they just go, we just do this one thing and then the internet's going to fucking really talk about us. That could have been it too. I told you that. That was my whole thing that everyone was in on it and that they're just looking to get a little, like, get a video going viral and everyone talking and cause Grimm, I'm telling you, he was not phased by that punch. Uh, he could have been shocked by it. And, and but there is just how it didn't escalate after that. Cause he's in the ring with the two guys and it's, mm -hmm. I don't know if they realize that, Oh man, he didn't get phased by our fucking punch. Like, what do we do to him? And we can't, but we can't, they we can't power bomb him. He's too big. So they don't, but they have would any, have to be, way too good of actors that like the awkwardness in between when he throws like the glom and kind of they back off and kind of stare at each other yeah i don't know man i i i believe it was a hundred percent real i really do i messaged him after i was like you're all right he's like i'm pissed off i'm like man if you i'm like if you want to team up man i'll we'll put him in the cage he's like let's beat the shit out of him i'm like whatever you want to do because i felt bad for the guy i mean it's Absolutely. it's unprofessional yeah. as fuck like you can't you know, I'm like, in my head, a grim, yeah, you should beat the shit out of him. But, like, you can't, like, 
what if what Grimm's got a fucking I'm pretty sure Grimm has a family. I'm not positive, yeah. but I know he at least has a wife. What if he would have dropped dead there? You I know, feel from, like he would have to have kids to make videos for kids. No? I would hope so. Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> Otherwise, this is getting more like Pee Wee Herman by the minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love Grimm. I actually, I really enjoy him. That's um, so weird. He, I just got a tweet from them, too. That's so crazy. All right. Oh, yeah? Funny. He's the, always plugging uh, my school, yeah. He, uh... Again, situations like that, again, and you never know because we weren't there and whatnot, but if that was real, like that's, that's not the time and place to do that. It's, um, and it's really nobody can, should be able to stop anyone like, from making a living or doing what they like. And there's a lot of guys that have regular jobs and um, families and, and, and live their lives, but they like pro wrestling and they're not the greatest pro wrestlers, but they, it's just something they love to do. And on the weekends and they have fun doing it. And it's not, it's nobody's business to say, you don't fucking deserve to do this. And this, like, it's not, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't get it's it. It's silly. Right? Yeah. I think, I think it's, I think it's really silly. And I think, and because of that, it backfired where everyone's like, no one will use these no. two guys. I don't even know their names, to be honest with you. Like, and that's it. Grim still has his show. Grim left the clip online. He doesn't mind people showing people. He, he looks like a badass taking outside of the glom, but uh, the taking the punch. He, fucking Grim could take a punch. Steel jaw Grim. It's kind of like Homer Simpson when he kept like he was a pro boxer. He just could take all the shots, <laughs> but, and the guy would just get tired and fall he doesn't. Over. He doesn't know when to go down. He just yeah. <laughs> fucking hang in there. Takes shot after shot. Eventually, Ed, the guy falls. He falls on him. One, two, three, and. <laughs> I would like to see Grim wrestle a bear. I think that would. I don't know why. <laughs> I now I just want. I think we should use Grim as an attraction now to see how much punishment he could take. <laughs> I just really would like just uh, or just you book Grim for one of those like just a segment where you just him and another guy just slap the shit out of each other back and forth in the ring, and it's just that, <laughs> it's just see who fucking gives first. That's all that it is. Just the weird. old Randy the Ram yeah. Necro Butcher spot. Yeah, yeah. Just no, but no wrestling. You just let him fucking, or punches, whatever it is. Just fucking, you guys, Grim, we're going to bring you in. We'll give you, we'll give you this amount. You guys are just going to trade shots back and forth. The first guy to go, Grim will fucking, he's not going to go down. Yeah, he's that's true. Guy punches him, breaks his hand, slaps on the, <laughs> hand, the hand submission. And we've made Grim a badass. That's, that's good booking. No, that's, I'm telling you, I watched that video. The first thing I did, and I always, I said, I go, I don't know if that's real or not, but that punch looked fucking real. And the, the, if he not seeing it coming and taking a shot like that and not the guy full blown, full speed running in with his momentum and nailing mm. him in the face and Grim just gets, and he knew enough Grim was in working mode still through a working glom. Is this, which is my favorite part of all this. Grim took care of him. <laughs> Grim took care of him while his partner took a fucking power bomb in the <laughs> ring. And then, what the fuck is going on? And Grim was just professional enough to go to the back, and then those guys just do whatever they do. So it, that sucks. That should never happen. And uh, I always told you, and I mentioned like in pro wrestling too, um, and I get along with, with all the guys that are up with WWE right now, but say – and, and, you know, I've had my things, my, and I never ever said a bad thing about Cena in the ring. I always said professionally, uh, I always enjoyed working him. But you could yeah. say, you, punk even, all this beef with punk supposedly. If you go, once you go out to that ring, it's professional. You, don't, professional. you, don't, you do yeah. not step over that line. Because when you do then, you can never be trusted. It's hard to trust someone again after that. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and you look at different guys and it's, 
Um, and you look at a guy like Brock and, and, and things, and when you're out there, Ken Shamrock's another one. These guys are fucking badasses. They never – it's just a line you don't cross when you're out there because you're giving the other guy your body. So, eh, not, not a cool thing at all. That's all I got for the news this week. What do you say we take our first break and uh, regroup? All right, we'll be right back after this, guys. If you're anything like us, you like to enjoy a nice cold soda every now and then. But you hate the empty calories and the artificial sweeteners that come with it. With Zevia, you don't have to pick your poison. You won't feel awful worrying about the potentially harmful side effects because with Zevia, there are none. Zevia uses the all-natural sweetener, Stevia, and doesn't have any caramel coloring either. The result is a delicious and safer soda with none of the nasty stuff. Zevia has 14 different flavors of soda, four flavors of sparkling water, and four flavors of awesome energy drinks. This is the naturally sweetened pop you and your family will crave. And Zevia is giving you the opportunity to try their products for yourself for free. That's right, for free. If you live in the U.S. or Canada, just go to zevia.com slash podcast and sign up, and they'll mail you a coupon for a free six-pack. What are you waiting for? Head to zevia.com slash podcast and get your hands on some ASAP. Hey, everyone. In addition to being the co-host of this podcast, I'm the founder and promoter of WrestlePro. Dare I say, WrestlePro puts on the best professional wrestling live events in the country. We're also fully insured and licensed. Now, if you're listening to the show, then you clearly love professional wrestling, and I appreciate that. But I also have a question for you. Would you like professional wrestling in your area, maybe in your hometown, your high school, your college, your civic center, your stadium, whatever you want? If you're a civic group, a sports team, a fire department, a police department, if you have a corporate event, a festival, any group that is looking to raise funds or put on an entertaining show, WrestlePro is your promotion. This is not your regular wrestling show. Just in the last year, WrestlePro has brought in incredible talent, such as Terry Funk, DDP, Booker T, Ryback, Cody Rhodes, Hornswoggle, Cole Cabana, Brian Cage, Jeff Jarrett, Tommy Dreamer, The Hardy Boys, Scott Steiner, and much, much more. Even the Nature Boy Ric Flair has been with WrestlePro and loves it. Tell him, Nate. It's the Nature Boy. Woo! Ric Flair, WrestlePro, the Nature Boy, song autograph. Look as only you can look. Russell Pro, be there. Woo, 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 woo. Limousine riding, jet flying. Woo, Russell Pro. Woo. If you're seriously interested, Russell Pro can bring a live wrestling show to your town. A full professional wrestling card complete with talent, eight matches, sound system, lighting, the works. We design the artwork and posters. We help you sell the tickets. We push all of our events all over our social media. We believe in good repeat business. Packages and prices vary on talent requested and their availability. For more information, contact me directly at russellproonline at yahoo.com or simply check out www.russellproonline.com and you can see our past and upcoming events to get a taste of what WrestlePro is all about. I hope to hear from you soon. Tips of the week. Yay. All right, guys. Tips of the week here. Match of the week. We got Jeff Cobb versus Zack Sabre Jr. That was over at RevPro in the UK. Great, great wrestling promotion over there. I've been there once, and I really enjoyed my time over there. But a hell of a matchup between those two. Check that out on YouTube. Jeff Cobb versus Zack Sabre Jr. Book of the week this week. 
The five-second rule, transform your life, work in confidence with everyday courage by Mel Robbins. Um, I really, really enjoyed this book a lot. I don't like to give spoilers on these things. I want you guys to, to, to go out and grab it, whether it's the hard copy or the audio version. I'm big on the audios, uh, audio books as I can continue to just feed my mind more and more knowledge. And you know, you might only pick up one or two things. A lot of stuff I don't remember from them, but if I get one or two things that I could apply to my life and you might get one or two things you could apply to your life. So just constantly, um, be on the lookout and, and whether you're stuck in traffic or whatever, you know, put on an audiobook. It, uh, you could always take advantage of the time and the situation, airplanes waiting to board. I mean, there's always opportunities to learn guys. Um, and the five second rule is, is a great book. You, you will enjoy it. This book will make you a better person. Quote of the week. I would rather try and suck than not try and be stuck. And that was by yours truly Ryback Reeves. Uh, this week with everything going on and all the, the negativity out there and just, uh, it, it's really disheartening and, uh, all we could do is live our lives. And, uh, I would rather try and quote unquote suck by all the, the, you know, the, uh, experts out there or so-called experts that know it all. And, uh, rather than not try and just kind of be stuck in a rut and stuck in, in, in be a, a victim of circumstances that life well, life will kick your ass if you don't try. And uh, it's easier to sit back and, and try to judge and criticize, criticize other people and rather than say, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to quit being a little bitch and I'm going to go out and I'm just going to try. I'm going to go out and I'm going to have fun. I'm going to do what I love. I'm going to be the best version of myself day in and day out and not give a goddamn shit what anybody else thinks or has to say about it. So that's the quote of the week. Nutrition tip. These guys, these, uh, I love meatballs, but meatballs is, you know, can they have quite a bit of, they could have carbs in them and, and a lot of fat, depending on the cut of, of ground beef used, uh, at the whole food store and, and whether it's whole foods and this is a natural grocers, uh, down the road for me, they're called Shelton's Turkey Meatballs. They're gluten-free and reduced fat. So there's a little under four servings. I think there's about three and a half servings per box. I'll eat the entire box in one sitting, but, uh. Each serving has four and a half grams of fat, 15 grams of protein, only one gram of carbohydrate, so it's keto-friendly, and uh, only 180 uh, calories per serving, and they taste incredible. So uh, Shelton's Turkey Meatballs, and uh, I'm sure those are probably Whole Foods, I would imagine, like I mentioned before. Um, Check those out, because it may... When, especially if you get sick of eating the same things all the time, it's nice to throw something healthy in there. Even those, if you, even if you have pasta with a carb meal, you can keep your fat content down with these rather than regular meatballs that might have 50, 60, 70, 80 grams of fat per, you know, serving or what, not serving, but if in the whole thing. So uh, you could really, really help yourself out by just little things like this each and every day, making small changes that they add up over time. Workout tip of the week. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, but they're called glute ham raises. A lot of uh, college um, sports teams use this. They have them in their in their in their gyms. A lot of pro sports teams. It's uh, in a lot of if you have any gym that has a glute ham raise machine is a real gym, most likely. More often than not, because that means the people in charge uh, know how valuable this certain piece of equipment is. You might not be able to do it very effectively at first because it really requires you uh, to, to be able to 
recruit your hamstrings and glute uh, muscles um, a lot more than doing any other kind of machine. It's a superior movement for glutes and hamstrings. It's a great tool to help with explosiveness, explosiveness and uh, just overall athletic ability. And uh, check it out. Look it up, glute ham raise machine, glute ham raises. And uh, if you can find a gym that has one, I got one at my gym here, and uh, I do it every week, and it's, 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 it's a very valuable asset, and uh, there's nothing like it. So uh, check that out. That's the workout tip of the week, guys. I don't know if I uh, mentioned to you, I noticed uh, before I deleted my social media, there was one thing It made me very disappointed in the human race, Pat. It's, uh, it's unfortunate. This is uh, that anybody could put anything out there, and there's just no way to, you can, you can never filter out all the bullshit. But um, on Reddit, I don't know, are you familiar with Reddit? I am. Uh, you don't I have an account, everyone do will you? Be- I don't. I have no clue about them, by the way. I didn't really. Yeah, I'm not. I can't even. I I found out about it through a tweet this week that that people started again before I deleted them, and uh, that there was a, a Reddit user had, had created a post about me, and I go, "What the fuck?" I have never. So, do you? Can you explain to everybody what Reddit is? Sure. As far as I know, because here I had an experience with Reddit once too. Basically, it's an online message board on various different topics where people kind of break news. And I mean, it is the troll side of all troll sites. People can get carried away with shit. <laughs> I, had a, I had a super personal thing happen to me where I was, I was mind blown by this because when I used to run my other company, Pro Wrestling Syndicate, and I was going to start a company by myself... News about that, and only about three or four people I told, like, hey, like, I think I'm going to start my own thing. It broke on Reddit. And I was like, kind of like, I like, someone's like, hey, go look at this. And it said that it it had a whole thread about, and it was accurate, and it was right. And I was really? like, how the fuck do people, how did, why is this out there? Like, I didn't, I didn't think people would care enough about it. But it just basically explained like how like I'm moving on to start my own thing. And I was just kind of like, holy shit. That was my first experience. But basically, it's like people use it to do fake stuff, real stuff. It's just a it's a thing. It's a big thing in our in our culture. Would you say if you have a Reddit account, life probably isn't going great for you? Uh, no, I can't fully say that because a lot of people... You know, they, they, it depends what they use it for. If you're using it for, if you're using for it, it for pro wrestling, I have a feeling it's, your life isn't going great. <laughs> well, I don't know, yeah. man. Maybe you have an office job, you're making a lot of money, but you happen to getting paid to, to sit on message board forums all day. There you go. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, for example, a successful man like Conrad Thompson comes to mind. You know, <laughs> successful businessman. Okay. And I just, I just picture him before he started his venture. I bet you he was on Reddit, you know, commenting back and forth. Probably positive stuff. Maybe a I like Conrad a lot. There. I don't know. I don't picture Conrad on Reddit. You don't think so? What, like under the name of what C Diddy? I don't know. Like what? Uh, like what's Conrad's? <laughs> what is his Reddit name? Is well, uh, he subscribed to Meltzer's thing. He's op- his success has come from the critiquing and the analyzation and the information. I can, I I think Conrad had a no. Had I, good I, Reddit I, I love Conrad, but he does make fucking Mark comments sometimes. But I, <laughs> he does, and he knows it. But he openly, but he's he's a fan. He's very fair in his assessments on things. So, um, and I and I like him a lot. So, but it's uh, so the so what th- happens? This I noticed. So somebody goes on there 
and uh, created a post that Ryback's at it again. Ryback's in the news again. Well, you're fucking making this fake news up, you dumb motherfucker. Um, uh, Accusing me of making fake Amazon reviews for my book and my supplements. Um, Because my stuff has has five-star reviews. And now, mind you, there's not hundreds of reviews. These are all new. So some of them, mm-hmm. have, it's like seven, eight, nine, ten. Some only have like two or three. It, it takes time to get reviews on your stuff and, and to, for that whole process to play out. But I have five-star reviews uh, because people like the stuff. So in, in this person's mind, um, they hate me so much. They hate the idea of me so much. It is impossible for anybody Anybody else to, to have used my supplements or have read my book and actually enjoyed it and benefited from it and gave it a five-star review, which we ask people on this podcast to please leave your reviews on everything that we do and that we We're have. up to th- 304 reviews. Yeah. And I, I'm a psychopath, so I know the breakdown. Uh, about 295 or five-star. We got about four that are one-star, and the rest are in between. Yeah. And it's... But the, the reviews are or greatly appreciated and really help the, the entire process. But so they make this post with no facts and which the, their, their big accusation was KG, which is Kylie Galone, uh, mm-hmm. as we know her as Kai back online, whom, uh, shared a very, uh, she shared a very personal story with me years ago about her brother who, who had passed away and, and, we had something happen at a, a live event in Wildwood where we just, it was really cool. And she's been a longtime supporter of mine and, and a faithful supporter through thick and thin. And uh, she comes to a lot of my appearances and, and she's, yeah, comes to all she's my a shows. good human being. Yeah. Uh, but she's, she's always, always has my back, so to speak. And it's, but so she would review, I guess, that there's a lot of fake merchandise on there with Feed Me More stuff. I got to get them kicked off all the time. Mm-hmm. New stuff pops back up. Well, I guess I had no idea she was one starring the fake stuff, which is great. That's cool. I'm That's getting awesome. it anyway. That's part of the, she might be the leader of the defenders. That Yeah, <laughs> like the Rybackers. As my <laughs> well, some people said the Rybuckers, so. Okay. Oh, not bad. I like that. <laughs> That's I didn't see that because I well I deleted social. You're you're retired. I'm seeing it now. I'm in control of the accounts. You can just make shit up and I won't know. Uh, (laughs) Rybuckers, I I I like Rybuckers. And then they were blaming, they accusing me of being uh, KG on there, which is which is her, in which she had to go. No, this is me, you dumb motherfucker. But is her name KG Uh, Ryback? Is that? No, no, no. I, tw- Kaiback, her name is Kaiback on Twitter, but her name was Kylie Galone. And everybody, you have to purchase the, the thing to review it, yeah. whether it's the book or and whatnot on there. And so anyways, and it's all people that either listen to this podcast or it, it, it just blows my mind that this, this person out there, they hate me so much they can't believe that anybody likes me or supports me or that there's people out there like... It, this isn't fake fucking fighting where you can you think you have it figured out. This is real life, you dumb motherfucker. It's people like this that I wish I could meet in person mm-hmm. because I would fuck their existence up to their in their face. Really, just low life scum motherfuckers. Like fuck you for making that post, you piece of shit. It really that like it, I'm offended by it. And it's you go look, and then you people are saying, well, companies, big companies pay people to do this and that. Go look at the amount of reviews. I'm letting the process play out naturally, you stupid fucking idiot. 
But uh, sorry, and that's not fucking the nicest thing in the world to say, but you're going to make up fake fucking bullshit. Fucking get your facts right. <laughs> that's how I feel. Seriously, I'm very, I take this, this is real life shit. This is, no, it's your business. Yeah, it's your baby. It's and, real and, life. And, and you don't fucking go on there and just, it, it, it fucking boils my blood, man. These people, it's like, go live your fucking life and fucking do something with yourself. You got to make up fake fucking bullshit like that. It makes me just fuck off. Mm. On top of that, moving on. Uh, moving on. I wanted two to, weeks in a row. We, <laughs> we got the reviews. <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> if it's all right, though, I would like to say because this could really help this this poor lost soul. Is uh, the Feed Me More goal boards are now on Amazon, which they were on my on the FeedMeMore.com website, but shipping was pretty high on those because of their they're pretty large boards, um, which they have everything preset. They have five. Numbers one through five, feed me more goals, the feed me more logo on there. Uh, it's a great tool for kids actually to learn to start setting goals. And they're eligible for free shipping with the Prime membership on Amazon. They're $17.99. Uh, I saw there were people, they, well, why would we buy a vision board or a goal board when we could just write it down in a notebook? And, and the answer to that is, is you hang it on your wall and you hold yourself accountable and you wake up and you see it every morning. You put it mm-hmm. in a spot where you're going to see it. And, and it's... The prices, if you ever seen the whiteboards in Walgreens or Walmart, they have small sure. ones to big ones. And it, that, it is very fairly priced. Because why would we, we pay $17.99 for a goal board when we could write it in, in a notebook paper? Write it in a notebook paper if that's going to work for you. Some people like to visually hang them on their wall. It's just, it's just a tool. It makes the process a little easier. It's good for kids. It's good for anybody of any age. But I, I wanted to kind of give that a little plug this week. Uh, because they're on Amazon now, guys, uh, the Feed Me More Goal Board. So check those out if you're interested uh, in just visualization and setting goals and whatnot. And that poor lost soul that's doing the fake post, you might benefit from making some goals for yourself rather than being obsessed with the most polarizing man in sports entertainment today, the big guy Ryback. I'm going to have to fucking trademark that, uh, that phrase. It's, I love it. I'm keeping it. So in terms of also, before we do the reviews, I want to say that uh, for the first week, I'm very happy that one of the review winners uh, will be using cashing in and coming to WrestlePro, which was always an option if you live in the New York, New Jersey area. But also, uh, we're going to start getting made uh, T-shirts for this podcast. Granted, there is one already. Uh, I have a, a little idea in mind based on the, uh, I got to have Mark Carino draw this up on the CBGB's logo for CWTBG with a little... Uh, We'll be giving those out for review of the week uh, for the next couple of weeks. I haven't had them made yet, but I'm going to be getting them made. Maybe I can alleviate your shipping costs because I feel bad you've contributed this far in and sent out a lot of free shit, man. <laughs> I feel bad. I'm about to be living in a van down by the fucking strip here pretty soon <laughs> if this keeps going on. You're giving me these international orders and it's, you know, just fucking money going out left and right. <laughs> so now we'll go with the old T-shirt. You guys... Uh, you can send me your size if you win, and I'll get you one. It may take me a little bit of time, but I will get you the shirt. Uh, the supplements are still on the table, by the way. I don't. I feel like people are going to think, like, wait a second, Ryback's really struggling here. It's a, the no, supplements. No, no, I, I, I just, we can give him more options. Just I think the more options, the better. <laughs> okay, let's get to it. Reviews of the week. First review from Barry Stallworth. Great show. I honestly turned on with zero expectations. And that's dude, that's a normal every every third review starts off. I thought this was going to be a bad show, or 
I don't like it's always something like I didn't expect anything. Not saying we're good. We're just having fun here. Uh, I turned in with tuned in with zero expectations, but with an open mind. This show has quickly become my favorite podcast. It's given me something to look forward to on a Monday. I've jumped on the keto diet and I've lost 14 <clears> pounds. <throat> Thanks for all the tips and laughs. Pre-show stopper. Oh, man, that's a great review. Thank you very much. And um, that's the one thing I told you, Pat. That, and again, in deleting the social media, uh, I, people, if you want to contact me, the big guy at feedmemore.com, uh, everything's on the website and, and there's still ways to contact me. Uh, we, and you get the emails too of the people we're helping out there with the little, with the weight loss shit blows my mind. Like I know we talk about fitness stuff a lot, but like, I, I, I think we're missing the mark. I think we got to do more fitness. I ask type that's on me. I need to start doing, uh, I give my tips of the week, but by simply doing the tips of the week and the little bit we have talked about, I know we have people reaching upwards of a hundred pounds. Now they've lost weight. And uh, getting off their ass and just being active and not being little bitches anymore, as I like to call mm-hmm. it. Because like, we all have it in us where we act like little bitches from time to time. Everybody does. Yep. And you just need a kick in the ass every once in a while. So that's why I don't care about those people that don't get me, that don't understand the idea of Ryback or understand us and, and don't care about this. Great. I don't care about you either. I, I care about helping people that want to help themselves. And uh, mm-hmm. that's the greatest compliment in the world, man. And getting the emails that people send. And they're cha- people are changing their lives because they listen to this podcast. And that will fucking surpass anything that does with wrestling and any other shit fucking every day of the week. So thank you, guys. Uh, they're changing their lives or they're really good liars. But I believe that they are getting to the yeah. gym and qual- quality over quantity as far as the support. Here's a second review from Kevin. 787 changed my way of thinking. This is my first review for anything on iTunes. I found this show when it first debuted and I started and needless to say from my life and from a health standpoint, it's changed for the better. I'm down 88 pounds from a high of 340 pounds a few years ago and I've went up and down too many times. This is until I heard the podcast. Thanks to your approach of eating clean consistently, drinking Zevia soda, soda, which is a big thing I needed to cut out, and still having cheap meals here and there, I've learned to balance and dedicate in uh, regards to health. And uh, if we don't change our habits, we can't change ourselves. Six months straight, I've maintained my weight loss and also shed a few more pounds on top of that. Uh, thank you guys for being genuine. I would love to meet and hang out with you some guys. Uh, I listen to this and uh, you will not regret it. Uh, you listen to this. You might not regret it. You might learn how to lose a little bit of weight too. Ah, man, that is, uh, that's special, man. That's cool to, to hear that. Uh, that's, that's a big guy. 88 pounds from three forty. Jesus. Yeah. That's him putting in the work. And, uh, thank you, uh, for listening and, 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 and for giving us a little credit, but that's all you, man. That's just, uh, it's just, and he, he's, he's spot on is changing habits. We, we, we are all capable of changing our habits and uh, we all have good habits and bad habits. So, uh, and I, th- I think we'd encourage too. I wouldn't mind hearing, we hear the brief, you know, synopsis of, Hey, Hey, let us know, man, how are you guys dropping this weight? Like, what did you do? What changed in you? I'd love to know the details. Cause I see it a lot. Like, Hey, this helped me, but like, I don't know. I'm a fan of that stuff. And I, I think that, uh, just to be a little different from the other wrestling places, I really do like, um, the fitness approach to doing more stuff in that regard because I don't think anyone else is doing it, so why not? And that's what, and we encourage everybody out there. Uh, along when we send out the the stuff for the questions of the week, and 
Um, give us your feedback on what you want us to talk about. If we can get some stuff and we know what you guys, you guys that are listening every week, and there's a lot of you, if you can kind of give us an idea what, what maybe, how can we help you and, uh, and help us prepare for some of those things. And, and I'll, I'll start doing a better job of doing some more fitness stuff and nutrition stuff. There's a, I'm constantly, that stuff, it's easy for me because I've done it for so long, but I got always assume that you're starting from ground zero and then this stuff and that just the, the, the fitness tips and stuff or the tips of the week and stuff to see that they're helping people. That's cool, man. And, uh, and we, I try to, this podcast, we we're a wrestling podcast, but we're not, we're, I try to be a little more, it's just what's going on in our lives. And we're more than just wrestlers. Both of us. Wrestling is a big part of our lives. Absolutely. Someone says to me once, but it's not life. Like, it's not like yeah. you can't, if you're a fan or even if you're in, like wrestling is not, you may, you may even think like, oh, wrestling is my life. No, it's, it, it shouldn't be your life. It could be a big part of your life, yeah. but it's not fucking life. Get, don't fucking do that. Don't be that way. Yeah. There's, there's just there, it, having a balanced life, no matter what is always is the key to everything. And, um, and wrestling could be a big part of it and you could eat, breathe and sleep it and, but there's still other parts of life that you cannot neglect because eventually it will catch up to you. Um, yeah, especially your health. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. Uh, the second uh, reviewer, what was his name? The one Kevin seven eight seven. You're our winner this week. If you could please email me at the big guy at feedmemore.com with your supplement of choice or whatever it is that you, if you want the T-shirt uh, this week or the supplement of your choice, and you'll get a free uh, Feed Me More Nutrition shaker bottle and workout towel. And I'll throw in the new Feed Me More Nutrition uh, wristbands that we have in also uh, into that order for you. So thank you guys very much. Great reviews. Very cool. Keep them coming. It helps. the. We're up to 300 and something. Uh, it was really cool to see the podcast ranked, you know, a couple times in the top 200 uh, sports podcasts. We've we've we're in and out of that often. And I just never thought it would uh, jump so quickly. So thank you, guys. We're approaching the two million download mark. So uh, keep up the reviews. I really, really love it. We surpassed my goal for this year because uh, I didn't know where we were going to be at. And we, we have grown quickly. And it's uh, it's cool. We, we just keep growing. And it's because and it's we, we are reaching more and more people. People are sharing the podcast. And it's I think uh, I always told you, you only got to see a limited amount of me on, on WWE television talking and whatnot. Or people had this. Well, he's always angry. He's always screaming, "Feed me more!" And so, well, what kind of podcast is? And it's and I think to hear the dynamic between me and you and our relationship, and uh, that's why people don't necessarily know what to expect when it's coming on. And uh, it's cool. I always get hurt. It always bothers me too when like the the fake news reporters and everything. They, I can't stress this enough, everyone. I've said this from the beginning. I don't hate WWE. I just talk openly about things that have happened from my perspective. And, and, but people, they, there's, there's a percentage of people that think I hate it and whatnot. Well, I, that's the narrative. The, the narrative is that you're a crazy man that, that, that left and that you hate and that you're claiming a lot of stuff. And that's the narrative that people have. They want to they believe. Or that this small percentage of these online forum people or social media people want to believe. And it's, they never take the good. And we talk, there, there's a lot of good about it. And that's the thing. That's, that's the thing. If you want to think that. You have a right to think that, but the thing is, you have to take, you have to take the good with you, and they don't. No, zero, zero, zero. And that's what. The, but the people that listen to this podcast get it 
because they yeah. they listen to everything and they don't take a, a minute sound clip and then create the headline they want to create in this and it's just it, it's a, that's the times that we live in so but it's just thank you guys for listening because this this podcast is uh something that we both enjoy doing and it and it's not going anywhere i'm not changing you're not changing and uh nope. we're going to keep doing our thing so thank you guys just keep on drinking did you know <laughs> and I, i'm learning about this that there is a protein-based vodka. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I think I have heard about that a while back. I'm not big on like mixing. I think if you're going to have a couple drinks, have a couple drinks. I'm not, try- I'm not <laughs> trying. Let your hair down. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. I, I think it's just, yeah, I want, I want my stomach to be bloated and I want to be farting and shitting while I'm having a couple <laughs> drinks. Like, no, like I want a couple drinks. I want to get a light buzz. I want to feel good. I want to relax. And I don't want to have to be worrying about, am I going to have to shit in 30 minutes or not? Like, God damn. Damn, I, I, maybe I shouldn't mention that I'm trying to talk to them as a sponsor. <laughs> Wait, did I tell you how much I love having protein while I drink my <laughs> That's what I heard. Everybody wants to have protein while they drink. What, why the fuck wouldn't you bring this up to me before we... God damn it, Pat. This is... I just... I try I, to segue. I actually... I bought this. This is funny. Um, hold <laughs> on a second. Let me get this. Have you... So I thought about if there's ever a time where, uh, you know, you get off track or I get off track or we say things that, like, maybe we shouldn't say. I bought a bell. It's just. Oh, wow. Just just to ring and, and uh, kind of ring, us, show, ring show, us back in. Show me that bell again. I have, I think, the same bell upstairs. It's a very, it's a handheld kind yes. of like a Game Dim- of Thrones bell that you can just kind of. A little dinner bell. A little dinner bell, yeah. I got one of those um, when I was uh, maybe like a year and a half ago. I think I, I forget what it was. I don't know if it was during my or I can't remember what it was. It was something. And uh, for when I needed help to the bell, I bought it on Amazon. <laughs> and it was a joke kind of, but uh, it's sitting upstairs in my bedroom still. I just have because it, it, it pops me. It's just that old fashioned little bell, just like you just have right there. I could. I, I love it. I could bring it down here for the podcast if we, we both when something is it's mostly going to be used on your end probably for when I, <laughs> when I go onto my my Scott Steiner rants. But uh, you know, I get angry. So far, sometimes. so good. Yeah, I, I mean, understand. I, I, I you know what always another here's another thing. I think sure. I I read the before the people like. Or these, it's when, how dare he defend himself? <laughs> like, fucking, <laughs> it's, like, people make fake shit up about you and you defend yourself. God, what a piece of shit for defending himself. <laughs> Fuck him. What a piece of shit for having confidence and believing in himself. And I think, Pat, this all comes down to the, it's ultimately, people mistake confidence with being like cocky and arrogant because I think so many people lack confidence and self-esteem and don't understand it that when they hear somebody that has confidence, they don't understand how to take it and they're just, they're offended by it. Well, God damn him for believing in himself and his ideas and God damn him for sticking up for himself and not putting up with us pieces of shit. Like God, it's just polar polarizing to the end, man. I'm you guys. I can't thank you guys enough. I'm so irrelevant. You just have to keep creating posts about me. You know why you do that, Pat? Do you know why they do that? Why is that? Because I'm the most polarizing man in sports entertainment today. <laughs> the big guy Ryback. Trademarked. Let's move on to... <laughs> hold on, wait. The fucking Lex Express is going up the street. <laughs> so, hold on. We now have... 
Taker spark plug Holly, and now the Lex Express just blew by old Buck's residence. Holy oh, man, man, what a deal! He Let's got to get... drive around in that bus, right? Without did he get to drive around in that for a while? USA Lex Luger is one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. The fact that he was just so angry and just he d- didn't like people and. But he's playing this big baby face wrestler. But yeah, I think that it was a, I mean, it was a whole tour. I don't know how long the tour was. It wasn't a year. Maybe it was three months. Not sure. Yeah. I would always, I would love to go on a read me more tour with a big bus. And it's just go on a reading, <laughs> just me reading to kids in my angry Rig Ryback voice. <laughs> Short stories by the big guy Ryback. <laughs> or the kids are teaching you to read. Yeah. <laughs> town to town. Just. The whole tour is to get you to learn how to read. That's secretly, that's all that it is. It's, God damn, we can't be using this guy in this position. He can't fucking read. <laughs> ah, the Read Me More uh, tour. Fuck. That's going to be another thing. Ryback claims he was supposed to go on a big Read Me More tour, and Vince didn't believe he could read. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. What else we got all here right. this week? Got some questions? We got a lot of questions. We didn't address them last week. Sorry, we got carried away. And um, you were angry at me last week, Pat. I snapped, and I listened to myself back. I, I I'm not going to lie. I think I'm. I have an anger problem. I know that. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I know I do. Really, I, I keep it all inside, and when it comes out, it's ugly. And my wife agrees. Who I have so much patience with. And she has. Excuse me. No, she has patience <laughs> with me. I don't have patience with her. But I, I think because listening back when I listen to the podcast doing a cardio because I always listen to the podcast. Yeah. One, because we're narcissists, but two, because I want to hear if it's good or not. And I'm like, man, why the fuck am I so angry? And it's just something I got to address one day. I don't know if I need therapy or maybe it was a bad day or there's too much hormones in me. I don't know. I'll, <laughs> wait, I'll figure it wait, out. Wait, hold on. With too much hormones in you. Wait, <laughs> I don't, I don't know, man. I I'm thought just going through your entire body is fueled by feed me more nutrition right now. Do please do not mistake that with hormones. Well, maybe it turned stuff on, man. I don't know this extra aggression and the big guy, all natural testosterone booster does raise your testosterone. It's by the way, Justin Roberts is on it and his testosterone. I hope he doesn't mind me talking about this. Check out his book because then he, <laughs> he can't mind me talking about this because we're going to plug his book again. Do you remember? I the, do mean to, I, I, I wanted, I'm going to download his book because I've heard a lot about it. It's, so it's I really great. You, please, yeah. everyone out there, check out his It gives you an insight into a WWE ring announcer, and uh, he got to live out his dream, and he had a hell of a run. And uh, it's a, you, get to see, you get to see another person who's been inside that inner circle and what, what they've gone through. But uh, he, uh, he went on two months of the big guy testosterone booster, and uh, his testosterone is now in the normal ranges, and it was wow. it, it was not in the normal range before. And uh, he's going to do another. Uh, he's taking a little break, and he's going to do another two months. And uh, hopefully, he's uh, sitting a little prettier than he even is now. And uh, the stuff works. And I, I got the blood test results from it, showing it time and time again. And uh, it's the real deal. It's it's this stuff. A lot of thought has gone into this. So. Um, but yeah, check out Justin Roberts' book. So, but the stuff it, it, it raises your testosterone all within it's all within the normal ranges. It doesn't it doesn't it's not pro hormones or steroids or anything like that. It's all natural herbs. But it, it's stuff that synergistically works great together. And uh, maybe that's what's making you you're just getting a little surge in your testosterone. 
Yeah, I'm just, yeah, the boners are great, but my, was, uh, ang- was, my anger is just through the roof. I was going to ask you if you had a boner the entire co- podcast yelling at me last week. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Not during it. Listening back to it, though. Hard as a rock. So, all right. First question. I got a question. David Louvers, Louvers87 on Twitter. While looking for Stevia products, I noticed most also have maltodextrin. Why is this added? Will you please recommend a pure Stevia product? I don't know what he's, what he's looking at um, that has that in it. I believe that's just another, that's like a sugar, if I'm not mistaken. You know, I think a lot, I saw a couple tweets about this, and, fan, and a couple people I think need to understand this, because they found out about Coca-Cola Life, the green one. Not yet. And it, it has sugar in it. You guys got to understand that, like, it's, that defeats the purpose. Like, diet soda... Granted, it's not healthy for you because it has aspartame sucralose, but there's no calories in it. It's not going to make you fat. It's not going to do that to you. But Coca-Cola has a stevia product, but it still has sugar in it. A lot of it. So it defeats the, a lot of it, and it defeats the purpose. So it's not like a Zevia, which is our proud sponsor and yeah. stuff I live and die for. But like that's the difference. So don't. I, I saw at least four or five tweets going, "Wow, do you guys have you guys heard about this?" Like, no, read your nutrition label. It's not healthy. That's the big thing. You have to read the nutrition labels. And another thing, when you read the nutrition labels, as you go down and see the calories, the carbohydrates, the sugars, the fats, and all that stuff, you got to look at the serving size because it's, it's one serving, but it might have four servings per bottle. So that 15 grams of sugar is actually 60 grams of sugar in the whole bottle which is mm-hmm. going to make you a fat fuck. So you have to, un- it's, there's no, there's no way around it. That's, no, it's, it's, it's true, that, yeah. that's business. But so the people need to understand like Coca-Cola light, what these company, what they are doing is trying to educate the consumer of the taste of Stevia without going all the way at first, because what's going to happen is they are selling you poison right now, all these companies and they know it. Mm-hmm. They, they know they eventually have to get away from it. And they're going to go to, yep. they're all going to go to, but to it's, Stevia. it's too expensive, correct? It's a lot more expensive than artificial, the, like aspartame and sucralose. It's cheaper. So the whole point of business is keep your costs as low as possible and, and, and make your profits as big as possible. So for them to switch over to Stevia is going to hurt their bottom line, which is going to hurt their stocks. And it's, it's a whole, and there's people that don't, a lot of people love Stevia. Some people, it take, they take a little bit of getting used to it. I remember when I first had it, I didn't hate it. But it took, it took a little bit. It's like the first time you drink a regular Diet Coke when you're a kid. Oh, this is gross. And then before you know it, you're drinking them and you, you take a, taste a regular Coke. And you're like, oh, this is gross. It's, mm-hmm. it's the same thing. Uh, they're, where they're trying to, to, have, to educate the consumer on the taste of Stevia in a, in a mild way is all that that is. That's because why wouldn't they just go full-blown Stevia? Yeah, makes sense. It's, they're trying to slowly get away from it, and that's their way of doing it, in my opinion. Don't okay, drink that from, shit. It's bad for you. Not, nothing against Coke, but just it's, that's what they're doing with that. I got a question! Next question from uh, Midcard Wrestling. Ryback, whose idea was it for you to switch from a singlet to trunks? So I, I believe we talked about this. Vince, if you remember, there was something on TV that happened where I ran out in, in my athletic pants and I ripped my shirt off. And I don't know if it was during the, the feud with, uh, wasn't with the Kevin. Uh, I can't remember the exact time period, uh, but mm-hmm. I, I ripped my shirt off. And uh, I've always been lean. I've always been in shape. I always am. And, uh, but I guess Vince didn't know what I looked like, uh, from, 
because <laughs> I you assumed you wore the singlet to hide hide stuff or no? Yeah, did I ever tell you? So again, this is and again, this will lead into a random story. Of so course, when funny. I when I came, got the, I got the bell ready. <laughs> no, no, no. This is all cool. Uh, okay, but this is just how when I came back as uh, after my ankle injury, uh, my first match, match back. By the way, I hadn't. I did one practice match to get cleared in FCW, which was very easy. It was hardly anything just to get cleared. My ankle mm-hmm. was so fucked up still. I had like my, my, I was wobbly on it. And I, I, and we've talked about this in the archives early on with the whole lawsuit with the ankle thing. And me, if I didn't stick up for myself, I never would have been in WWE. So the ankle situation on the old archives. Yes. Yeah, and, and people will understand everything will make way more sense to you guys on all this. But I, my first match back was against Alex Riley. I got teamed with him. Uh, me and him did singles matches eight minutes every night on the live event loops um, where we'd go out there and wrestle. But I, I wasn't able to wrestle or do any like conditioning stuff because my ankle was so fucked up. So I went, oh, wow. I went from being out a year and a half and having to fight to keep my job and going through. They fired me, and I fucking fought through it. And I just said, put me on the fucking road and just put me on the road and, and, and let me fucking prove myself. And they, they, mm-hmm. they put me on the road, and, but I, there was no in-ring training, anything to get back. It was out a year. So and you, a couldn't, fu- you couldn't do any, like, any conditioning whatsoever. Like, really, I could right? do, like, elliptical stuff, and, like, but that's not the same as doing, like, your burpees. No. And uh, my ankle was fucked up still. I wasn't ready. I, need, I shouldn't have been back probably for another six months to get that because my, yeah. my nerves were still regenerating. And, uh, like, my, it, my balance, I told you, that was why I did the whole march with the shell shock. Because when I picked guys up, I would, I would fucking wobble. And my balance was so off, I had to figure out a way to do something to like hide my fucking balance issues. So that mm-hmm. was a way to push off and like be... It was just my way of covering it. So anyways, uh, I was in trunks when I came back for all that. And uh, I was in shape, but I wasn't able to do the amount of conditioning that I was used to. So, and I told you my fat, whenever I get fat, I'll get a little bit on my sides. When in Vince, I guess it told somebody I'd been on the road and that I was fat and that I was, really? I was out of shape and that I needed to lose like 30 pounds, 20 or 30 pounds. And I never uh, heard this. Yeah. This is, this is a legit thing. And, uh, that's why he put me in the singlet. So he goes, I want him in a black singlet. So they had the seamstresses at TV, make a black singlet before I debuted and uh, I go, well, I just look like a shorter, jacked up big show. Like it was. I, re- I remember getting pictures. I don't know if Hawkins or Ry- someone took it and sent it to me. It was like a Psycho Sid singlet, like, like the. Yeah, just straight his original black. Sid Vicious black. But the best part about this is, and this is funny, we haven't talked about this, is I, I had. never heard this. I yeah. had to go, I had to get the singlet and put it on, and I felt so awkward because I was used to wearing trunks. Whenever you switch yeah. up your attire, it takes. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. So I had to put the singlet on and all the guys, oh, it looks good. It looks good. And then I had to go into Vince's office with Vince and Hunter and like just stand there and let them look at me in the singlet. Mm-hmm. And you just feel like it's just such a weird process of how when you look back. <laughs> just, at, and there was nothing bad about it. And it's, they want to see. But it was they thought like not Hunter. Vince thought I was fat was the, the thing. And uh, that's fucking which that's I've, awesome. I've never been fat. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's. So, but that made me, it pissed me off because I was like, he just doesn't fucking understand the goddamn, like, I can't fucking do the things that I'm, I'm fucked up. 
And um, mm-hmm. and I was in shape. It was like, God damn. It, it really. That's the thing. You weren't. Were you? Were you fat? No, I wasn't fat at all. But okay. it was. It was in his mind. Maybe I wasn't as lean as I was when I was in the Nexus. Okay. If that maybe. But so. But yeah, I, yeah. to lose twenty or thirty pounds, I, it was a hell of a fucking. That was the thing. One of the, the producers or something like, can you lose thirty pounds? And I laughed. I go, you, what do you? Just want me to change? Do you want me to be a high flyer? Like, what are you? What's going on? And uh, so, anyways, that's where when I I I was against the singlet at first. Eventually, loved it because I figured out cool. I could get this thing airbrushed, get it painted, and have a platform to to show my personality. And then it ended up becoming. I I, I just absolutely loved it. RVD gave me his blessing. Got a hold of him. Mm-hmm. He was cool. He didn't think he was going to be back, which he ended up did coming back at some point. But it was it was a cool deal, all of it, and uh, I'm very grateful for the whole thing. But I threw, I, so I tear my shirt off, and I'm sorry this is a longer answer, but it's no, it's good. When we get a story, like we this. get a story. Uh, I rip my shirt off and something on Raw, and Vince and everybody. When I get to the back. God damn it. I hope you're ready to go to trunks. Vince, can it believe your physique or whatever? And I, what you, I pulled my straps down every week. You could see my, you could clearly see the type of shape I'm in every week. <laughs> and, uh, this is wild. Th- this is Pat. You can't, can't make it. No, you can't make this shit up. Yeah. But, uh, this is a lie to a portion of people out there. Ryback at it again. And, uh, <laughs> so I, and I, I was against it because the singlet is, is, that was my attire. You don't change your attire at that point. I, I feel like that was it had grow, that 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 is how I am recognized. That is my 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 battle armor, whatever you want to call it. And uh, so, anyways, Mark Carano, my good buddy, uh, was the one that first. Uh, we need you in trunks next week. Fuck no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing it. And just shut him down. Uh, came back again. Something. I'm not doing it. Had a discussion with Hunter, Michael Hayes. I'm not doing it. Well, Vince wants mm-hmm. to talk to you. We'll have him talk to me. I'm not doing it. This is, I decide what I'm fucking wearing. And, uh, and then Vince and then me and him had a conversation. We talked about it. And, it was, uh, and I explained to him my theories on why I wanted to keep it. And he let me keep it. Uh, eventually, though, towards the end, this is when all the contract stuff was going on. I just, my head, and I, like, I don't give a shit about things. But were you, when you switched, were, when you went to Trunks, were you, because I get it, like, if you, go to, if you go to be a heel, and it's like a new look, but were you a baby face at the time? Or I heel? was a baby face still at the time. Gotcha. And uh, so my whole thing is, I already knew I was leaving. I just didn't know when yet. And uh, I just essentially, it was just done to piss Vince off more so. Um, I did it without telling him. I went out, I think it was a SmackDown. I wrestled Eric Rowan. I had, okay. and, the, and the best part is, and again, this, with fans, they thought I was trying to copy Goldberg. I had black undertights. That's all that I had. So I wore those mm-hmm. as my trunks. And it was just simply just, that was just letting him know what he was losing. And uh, that was it. That's all that it was. It wasn't like this huge thought process on it. In my head, I was, I was fucking ready to go. And uh, I've always been in great shape and I, I work really hard and, he, I remember he, he was pissed that I went to the trunks and didn't tell him. And uh, we had mm. a discussion about it. And, uh, and then he goes, he said something to me. He goes, uh, God damn it, look at you. How can I job this out? And uh, I go, well, you've done a pretty good job of it thus far. <laughs> <laughs> and that was it. And, and that night I put over Bray in trunks because he goes, afterwards we'll get you going. After we talked about all the, the fucking contract stuff. And 
It was uh, re- all I do is share truths on the show uh, on things that have happened, and and uh, he's more than entitled to do everything that he does because it's his company. So, but it was I was leaving, and I knew it. And I just kind of was, I was just fucking around essentially. I just wanted to, uh, I look good. I'm going to show it off a little bit before I leave. All right, good. To nice show story. the show the grandkids. Look at your dad, your 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 <laughs> grandpappy. Or, or my dogs at that point, my 30 French Bulldogs I have. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Next question from uh, Icky Vicky 17 on Twitter. I got a question! Hey, Ryback. I'm a 17-year-old overweight piece of shit trying to lose weight. Should I take a fat burner? <laughs> I swear to God, this is the question. Um, and it's a female. No, so 17, you're more than in, in, in when... There's a lot of different fat burners out there, and I'm not trying to sit there and, and just put over my stuff, but with the Shell Shock Extreme Fat Burner is right around the corner, uh, and it's very safe and effective with things like apple cider vinegar, green coffee bean, green tea extract, cayenne pepper, uh, with the cool cayenne, which doesn't burn your stomach, and a bunch of other really, really cool things, some Chinese ginseng, uh, and a little bit of small amount of caffeine uh, with the ginseng, and that's really going to help you with your, your energy. So... Uh, that, that would be something to look into. That's not going to harm your thyroid. There's a lot of bad ones out there. There's some decent ones. Um, but I, I would hold, on, hold off for shell shock, uh, extreme fat burner. And, uh, but just hard work, diet, nutrition. Get all that stuff in line first. You never, a lot of people will take a fat burner as an excuse to eat junk. And then they don't really lose weight. And then they, well, this shit doesn't work. No, it's, you're, you're eating more junk food than you even were because you're using it as a crutch. That's a real thing that happens. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, sure. Where oh, well, I can go get an extra twenty piece of chicken nuggets and a large fries. I'm on a fat burner. It doesn't work like that, guys. You gotta, you have to diet, and, and then it really does help. So, next question from Prune Juice Baby on Twitter. I got a question. I These names are great this week. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for the dumb question, but are either of you coffee or tea drinkers? Yes, I'm a coffee guy. Obviously, I, uh, I I do a little bit of coffee, mostly decaf these days, because uh, I'm on usually the the wake up unlimited energy, which has uh, more than enough caffeine for me. So uh, I try to do decaf. Occasionally, I'll do a cup of coffee, a K cup, uh, maybe later in the day. Just a guy like I like I like coffee a lot, but usually it's decaf. I like the bulletproof coffee. I've been using that lately. Um, I'm a, I normally drink it black. Uh, I've been actually putting MCT oil into my... I don't know how you feel about that. I've been putting that into my coffee. That's a keto thing. It's a keto thing, yeah. And it, yeah. And it gives you like a sweet essence. Um, it's not as potent as like a stevia or sugar, but like it's just a little something to kind of, uh, you know, it, it's... I've been looking into it. I've been shopping at this one place and they have really good stuff, keto stuff. I so. never... I've always been a black coffee drinker. I've never put... I don't understand the the whole the the sugar and cream and coffee. I don't. Uh, I like black coffee. I love the taste of it. I don't know what it is. I, mean, I do too. Is it what is what's the deal with putting the sugar in there and whatnot? To me, I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I, it doesn't taste good it's to an, me. It doesn't taste good to you. I don't. It's an American thing, man. They no obviously they have yeah. To make everyone's it, doing it like sweeter and like fattening and you know whole milk and two sugars. It's like. I don't know, man. Like they, they just approach like Americans are bad with that where you need like this sweet thing. It's like I don't I enjoy black coffee. Like like I can't black enjoy black coffee's it. good I, for you too. It, I don't it's great. That's why I was like, I why I fuck get that up? People drinking I feel like if I have that, like it's like a dessert. I don't want to yeah. begin my day and go, 
let me have a fucking dessert, like this sweet, milky, fucking sugary. Maybe that's a way around it. That's an excuse for people to make that they're just having coffee, but it's actually, oh, it's a way to start your day off with sugar. I think that without actually eating ice cream. That's, I definitely think that's a thing. Um, Jesus, Michael White, you asked five questions. I'll go through this. Michael White, another faithful uh, follower, man. I've met him. I've met him two times. Uh, Oh, wait. I think he was just ranting. Hold on. I got a question. Here's a question. During a heavy free weight workout, should you do cardio be done before or after or not on the same day? So you'll you'll hear different theories on this. And I always say everybody's different. But uh, so for me personally, if I'm going to do my hard conditioning, it's after my workout so that it does not affect my strength during the workout because I can do I can literally do a 30 40 set workout and do all my conditioning and be fine at this at this mm-hmm. point in time. But if I were to do uh, 100 burpees before doing my workout, it, it's going to zap dead, you. It's yeah. going it's not going to be dead necessarily, but it's going to zap you a little bit of your strength. Uh, so I always prefer to do it at the end. Also, I it if if you have the time, it's better to actually split your cardio from your weight training, believe it or not. Um has always been the preferred method by a lot of people that 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 are like bodybuilders and people that have the time uh i always like trying to get everything done at once and sometimes i told you like i'm doing the two two sessions right now where i do my workout and like a little bit of elliptical stuff to get a little burn a few calories at the end of a workout Mm -hmm. and then i'm doing my hard conditioning later on in the the day uh to kind of separate them to really just so i go all out for both of them but I always do, but I always prefer if you're doing it together, do it after. Don't uh, don't fuck up with your weight training. Yeah, I kind of do the same thing. I've been doing the stairmaster before. I'll do it 20 minutes before, then do a whole weight routine, and then I'll either come back later in the day and do conditioning, or I'll try to get through it. It depends on ener- it depends on what I'm doing that day. Like, yeah, if I have to be if I, if I have to wrestle or I have to train, like I'm like ah, I can't really burn myself out. I need to keep some energy going. Yeah, no, you have to, all that plays, like, again, if you, if it was the day of a pay-per-view, and I've done legs on a pay-per-view day before and stuff, but, like, it's, it, you got to be careful, you have to make sure you're really, really in good shape, because if you were to, you do a hard leg workout, and then you do a bunch of, like, burpees and box jumps, and you burn your legs out, that could fuck you up later in the day, and yeah. so you got to be, it, there's, it depends what your goals are, it depends if you're training heavy, if you're doing a, a lightweight circuit workout, then maybe doing hard conditioning before is not going to bother you. It, it, everybody's different. There's no right or wrong way. It's what you prefer and what you what you find works best for you and what you you're going what you got going on in your life essentially. Um, because there's a million different theories and ideas out there. It's just taking a little bit of everything and mixing it and putting it into your own formula, so to speak. So, all right. Um... This one, I don't know if this is a good... We've talked about so many different things, versions of this from WWE NFL 1. I got a question! Uh, let's try this again. If you could ever go back to WWE, what's one thing you would do differently? I don't know if I... I went there. I always did everything asked of me. I, I feel I always kept a great attitude towards everything. I was always professional. I uh, I don't know. I, I think I, I, I had a relationship with Vince... And I trusted him, and I feel he let me down. So I don't really, you know, it would, uh, it's tough. I don't know. I really, okay. I, don't, I really don't know. I don't know what, yeah, so. I, off the top of my head, I always busted. Like, I, I always spent myself there, and I asked to do more and more stuff outside of the company. And um, 
It would, I think anything, and people always say like, oh, you're burning bridges down. I haven't burned any bridges down. You could, you could talk about anything. And, and I, and I, I talk about a lot of good there. I just share my truth with different things and my experiences there that I wasn't happy with and, and things on the inside that I know about that, that mm-hmm. people, fans or whatever you want to call them don't know and whatnot. And, and I think it would ultimately come down, uh, to a conversation with, with Hunter and with Vince, whether probably separately in all fairness and, uh, and anything could be rectified over time, but it's just something it, that's hasn't happened nor, and it would take a lot of trust. And I don't know if I have that with them necessarily with everything that's happened. So. Okay. What is a, uh, from Paul Tomlinson on Twitter, penguin man, 5,000. <laughs> <laughs> What is a good carb cheat day that you guys do? Um, and have you guys ever heard of an air fryer for wings? Air fryer? I don't know if I've heard of that. Have you heard of that? I've heard of that, but I've never really paid attention to it, and I kind of want to find out about that. I'm going to Google it after this podcast, so thank you for that, because I'm, I'm not familiar with that. Um, I haven't done, like, I haven't really been doing the cheat days. I have my carb days. I've had to increase my carb days a little bit here because my training is the amount I'm training has gone up with the conditioning and whatnot to get ready for my first matches back. But, uh, man, I, I, I my, to me, the ultimate cheat meal is pizza and wings. Sure. I, I it's just the fucking, no, I agree. It, it, I don't know if it gets any better than that outside of, it would be nice to the, the, the pizza wings and, and getting drunk on beer would be the ultimate cheat mm-hmm. and waking up and feeling I, like a fat piece of shit. Which this is what I do every weekend. I've been doing. I do about five days of keto, and on the weekends, um, I'm at barbecue, and I eat pretty. Most time I eat pretty clean, but there's some meals where I'm like, on the weekends, I let my hair down, and uh, <laughs> and drinking is often on the weekends. It's part of. I, I've realized I really hate people like, oh, I don't drink, or judge people that drink. Like it's part of my culture. Like I'm like, it really is. Like it's part of my like the family I'm in now. Like yeah. we all just we drink. You know we we. It's it's just part of us, and like we're under control and everything. But like, you know, on the weekends, I kind of I drink a lot. Drinking is a weird thing, so you have to understand um, because there's people that can that can make a drink or two or have a few drinks every night and be totally fine. And it's 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 a great way to relax and and, and let your hair down, so to speak. <laughs> but there's other people that that it becomes addictive and becomes a problem where they get they yeah, become abusive obviously. or they you know there's. So everybody has a different example of how it affects them and whatnot. But you, it's always, and again, it's a, it's a very social thing. There, anything used responsibly, it can be okay. But again, if you take it to the extreme, you're, you're drinking an entire, entire bottle of Burnett's every night and falling asleep <laughs> with a fucking dip in your mouth. And fucking, Watching WrestleMania 6. Yeah, just, <laughs> just reliving that, those fucking past WrestleMania memories. Might have a problem. But uh, if you could have a drink or two and just chill out and relax... At the end of the night, you can just fucking enjoy life. That's the other thing. It, bust your ass, work hard, set goals. You got to know when to let your hair down from fucking time to time. <laughs> make your shirt. Of, <laughs> this listen is, to this podcast, <coughs> let your hair down. Coming from the fucking guy, bald guy. Both just, of us. Guys, like, just let your fucking hair down. What the fuck is the problem? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do when we do this podcast. So we don't get drunk. Oh, I mean, we've had the, the past episode where... It was a little extreme when we were doing four or five or six episodes a night, but uh, mm. it, it, we have a couple drinks during this. We chill out. We relax. It's fun. 
the fucking marks out there get their fucking sound bites for the week, fucking from the most polarizing <laughs> man in sports entertainment and the Buckster. It's a fucking good time had by all. And we just let our hair down. Just Last hair, question. Down. I got a question. And this will go nicely into our next part. Will Pat Buck ever get a win in the big guy court? <sighs> Things aren't, they haven't looked good judging by the past, but I always said you always have a fighter's chance every, every time. I do. You do. So uh, you're just going to have to stay tuned for uh, the big guy's court in your main event tonight. Any more questions or? Oh, I thought we were pausing there. I thought we were done with that segment. I, was, I thought oh, you were going to break. Wait, have you paused? <laughs> wait, are we still on air? I didn't pause it. No, we're still on oh, air. Okay. I, I was like, oh, he's being creative. We went to break without saying we're going to break. We're really professional. Yeah, <laughs> no, not at all. Like, so do you want to go to break? I think we should just go to break. All yeah. right, we'll be right back after this. Do you enjoy a crisp, refreshing soft drink, but hate choosing between the empty calories and the artificial sweeteners? Well, now you don't have to, thanks to Zevia. With Zevia, you don't have to worry about any potential harmful side effects since they have no caramel coloring and use the natural plant-based sweetener, Stevia. Zevia offers 14 different flavors of soda, four flavors of sparkling wine, and four different energy drinks. That gives you a ton of safer and delicious options for you to enjoy. It's the safest soft drink on the market, made with ingredients you'd find in your own kitchen. There's nothing artificial in any of their products, and there isn't any calories either. It's a miracle. Now, Zevia is giving our fans a chance to try it yourselves for free. If you live in the U.S. or Canada, just head over to Zevia.com backslash podcast and sign up. They'll mail you a coupon to try a free six-pack just like that. Go to zevia.com slash podcast now and get your free Zevia. Enjoy the show. The following advertisement has been paid for by the big guy Ryback. Are you hungry? You know I'm so hungry, big guy. Hey, Mark. What brings you here? Some just here to hang out with my all-time favorite superstar of all time. What brings you here? Well, I'm doing a paid advertisement for Feed Me More Nutrition, available at feedmemore.com. Big guy, that is music to my ears. Do you tell the people about your ISO-hungry grass-fed whey protein isolate, the best-tasting protein on the market, Wake Up Unlimited Energy, the strongest pre-workout on the market, and the big guy, all-natural testosterone booster, my personal fave. Big guy, you're on to something with this Feed Me More Nutrition. It is some top-quality stuff. Well, thank you, Mark, it is. Feed Me More Nutrition, premium quality, the highest quality supplements on the market today. Available now at feedmemore.com. But wait, there's more. Just for being a listener of Conversation with the Big Guy, you can now save 10%. That's right, save 10% at feedmemore.com on all Feed Me More merchandise and apparel and Feed Me More Nutrition with discount code PODCAST10, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-10. One zero podcast ten. Thank you, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment is your main event of the podcast. And we're back. And I think at this time, it's time to go to court. In the world of pro wrestling, there are great fans, and then there are fucking marks. Fucking Marks are negative wrestling fans who have let the negative influences of life, society, and the media carry over to their consumption of pro wrestling. They are lost souls 
whom sole mission seems to make everyone as miserable as them. The following fucking Mark is a real-life person whom has been blocked on social media by the big guy Ryback for making a shitty negative comment. Attorney Buck will defend this low-life piece of shit loser in hopes of the big guy Ryback unblocking and giving this fucking Mark a second chance at being a great fan. Without further ado, welcome to The Big Guy's Court. Please rise. The Court of the Big Guy Circuit fucking Mark Division is now in session. The Honorable Judge Ryback presiding. Big Guy's Court is now in session. Everybody, please be seated. Attorney Buck, you may speak. Well, Your Honorable Big Guy, we're back again in the Big Guy's Court. Even though... Hold on. Your Honorable Big Guy. Fuck, I miss doing that. You miss uh, Well, Your Honorable Big Guy, uh, I'm here to represent, even though you've retired, Your Honorable Big Guy, from, uh, from Twitter, I am representing those that still wish to be unblocked from your former social media platform. Understand. And they have contacted, they've contacted and enlisted me in their services to explain their situation, even though I believe your gavel just broke in half. <laughs> I uh, was a little ha- trigger happy. I haven't had this gavel in my hand. It just gets the blood going. Uh, I got it. I fixed it. We're good. You may proceed. Okay, game on. So, your humble big guy, my two clients, I, have, I actually have two cases for today. One of the norm and one of the not so norm. So, let's start off with the reg- relatively normal this one. This is pro wrestling we're dealing with it. Is there really any normal? Maybe not. Your honorable big guy, I'm representing Andy Rogan and Gage Morgan. Are you doing uh, both cases at once on me, or are we doing one at a time, Attorney Buck? There are four people I'm representing tonight. Two, two and two. So there's two cases. You're double-teaming the me first on both of them. Uh, yes. Okay. You, you, by two men will be double-teaming you. In both cases, this sir. is a you're coming you're at me. Uh, you've not came at me with this before. You, uh, I don't know how to approach two men coming at me. Okay, <laughs> keep that sound bite. <laughs> I don't know how to approach two men coming at. Me. First off, your honorable big guy, uh, my client. For some background, I don't know if you want their offense first or if you want some background information on that. I would like the background information before you proceed with these fucking marks. Okay, well, my first uh, client is Andrew Rogan. He's 22 years old. He's from Glasgow, Scotland. He's currently studying sports science at Glasgow University. He has been a big wrestling fan his whole life, and believe it or not, he actually is a massive fan of the big guy. He follows Ryback on Snapchat and enjoys the stuff he puts out on his dogs and, of course, Mark for Life. He listens to the podcast every week without fail, And him and the other client, Andrew, both discuss their favorite bits from the show. The reason he made the comments that he made to you via, actually, this was on Instagram, forgive me, I had that wrong, was because he recently just finished his exams, he went out for a few drinks, and he thought he was being clever trying to make fun of the big guy on Instagram, and and he wanted to get a good reaction from your honorable big guy. Uh, He made the comments, and he is a huge fan of you. He hopes that you go back to WWE. And he hopes you beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar. He also has sobered up and would like nothing more than to be unblocked on Instagram. 
The other clients, Gabe Morgan, his, is 20 years old. His buddy? He's from Gla- His buddy, who is also blocked. <laughs> okay. From Glasgow, Scotland. He works in a call center and actually wants to become a professional wrestler. Stay in the, He's co- also a stay long- in the call center. <laughs> he is also a long-term fan and admirer of the big guy. And uh, at the weekend, wait, wait, he is a f- admirer of the big guy. And he just watched the last man standing match between John Cena and Ryback for the WWE title. In which he thinks it's your honorable big guy's best performance and felt that you carried Cena. The reason he made I was comments, the last man standing, by the way, by that. If, so technically, I, that one? I was, it was a draw, but I was the last man standing. He, he got carried away in an ambulance. So I'm technically a former WWE champion. I will go on here before I give the reason for their crimes. I think it's about the appropriate time to explain their crimes that led them to being blocked. I would, I would be more than happy to hear the, uh, the offenses at hand. They seem like a couple of uh, lads from over, over in the UK, and uh, which I'm not sure if you know this or not. I am 70% English. So I never heard that before. And uh, I, I, I could be sympathetic towards my kind. Um, I know, I know they, they like a good drink or two, and maybe they get a little wild when they get a little alcohol, get a little liquid courage uh, running through their blood. So please proceed, Attorney Buck. Okay. Your Honorable Big Guy, they have actually, to take their case further and hopefully beg for sympathy and, and bring them back to being unblocked status on Instagram, they've actually sent me the screenshot of the offenses, which Your Honorable Big Guy, your honorable big guy you know that that is rare in these sort of cases that... Most do not keep the screenshot. That is a whole other level of a creepy stalker-like, but continue, Attorney Buck. The first offense from Andy Rogan. He wrote to you on Instagram, to the big guy, Ryback22, you're so embarrassing. The other man, Gage Morgan... What, what was it in uh, reference to? Uh, I think you'll understand after the next comments. Okay. Why don't why don't you eat the <laughs> why don't you eat the apple you fat dick is uh, the next comment so I believe it's over the apple smashing video on Instagram so that's more recent but I don't I don't even remember those because uh, uh, but rightfully blocked I feel they were uh, being offensive I don't know why you would want to post something negative towards somebody to get a rise out of them oh they're gonna they're gonna enjoy seeing this. Um, that just comes off being an asshole, which why would I want you in my life? There was another comment in there, followed up. They got multiple. So they admitted multiple offenders, repeat offenders. Andy Rogan continued with your spelled Y O U R. You're uh, a weirdo. Uh, that <laughs> punctuation. That alone makes me just want to keep him fucking blocked. That you don't know the difference between your and you you are. You're a weirdo, Ryan, my man. Yeah, at least you said my man, but uh, I don't get it. it. I think that might be just be a weird foreign thing that you get drunk and just talk shit. But, I mean, if you've never met the guy and the guy doesn't know you, he doesn't understand where you're coming from. So you're probably, and probably better off not posting on social media. Uh, 
Is that a, is that all, I, is that all you have, Attorney Buck? Not for this case. Um, I, your honorable big guy, I have been friends with many people from Scotland. They do love their beverages. They are known to get wildly out of control, fight with each other, and do stupid shit. They love to fight uh, when they're drunk. Love to fight. The re- here's a, they gave an explanation why they did such crimes. So the reason uh, they made these comments on Instagram is because in their marky brains, and they write this, they thought that Ryback was trying to take a dig at Kevin Owens on a podcast, and it struck a nerve that's their favorite wrestler. Uh, one of them did not expect Ryback to see the comments, as you have a million followers, and really surprised and upset when he got blocked. He thought Ryback would just take the comment as a joke, which he obviously hasn't. He was also trying to show off and be cool because his friend Andrew made a comment, and now he realized that it backfired, and they massively hope Attorney Buck can win his first case on the big guy's court and get himself and Andrew unblocked. He wants to order some Feed Me More Nutrition soon so he can have a great body like the big guy and hopes to one day receive a meat hook from the legend himself. I, I, I've openly said I'm a big fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger and just him, his work ethic and everything. And um, just especially later in life, everything, he just still continues to do a lot of good. I've never once had the, felt the urge or the need to, to tweet him or send him a message on Instagram and, um, or anything like that. And, and let alone would I send Arnold Schwarzenegger a message, you stupid piece of shit, you fucking suck. You're an embarrassment to fucking life just to get a rise at. I, I don't understand that mindset, just that whole take your time out. And uh, insult somebody that you like and that they're going to understand that you're insulting them when they've never met you. Uh, That just tells me you're kind of immature. Um, So I don't really understand that whole, you know, they were just trying to get a rise or they or they're we didn't think he would see it. Then why would you write it? Because other people are going to see it. So it looks like you're talking shit about me to other people, which encourages more people to talk shit. So you're not doing anybody any good. You're just all wasting each other's time. So uh, I don't understand that mindset. Is that all you have with this one? That is all I have. I'm mostly keeping them blocked uh, because they don't know the difference between you and you are. But Attorney Buck, the big guy, they're fucking blocked, blocked, blocked. It's just... (laughs) I, I can't put up with fucking stupidity. God. We'll wait till the next case. This is one of the more unique, maybe the most unique case we've ever had on the big guys. Might court. be the last case we have on the big guys court. Oh, it might, dude. Uh, excuse me, your honorable big guy. I, I will show respect in the big guys court. These two. This is a different case in which you have to decide. They're actually not blocked, but maybe you should block them. Okay. Or just. Uh, yeah, I guess that could be the verdict, whether they're blocked or... Um, well, I don't have social media, Pat, anymore, so I don't know how I could block them. But I could always download it to just to find them and block them. Yeah. And the, the, the two people... I have to give a little backstory around the guy, so let's just take it off from here, I guess, if that's okay. Yes. Okay, I'll proceed. Okay, so... Proceed. Mind you, on past episodes of the popular record-breaking podcast Conversation with the Big Guy... Uh, one of the hosts on the show, uh, attorney Pat Buck, has made points to uh, to say in different 
I don't know, situations that there is a popular WWE wrestler that's a supporter of this podcast. And the reason why he knew that he's a supporter of this podcast is because he received Instagram messages and comments on his photos supporting the podcast from WWE Gable on Instagram. Yes. Who has quite a bit of followers, right? Who has, and I'll get to explaining that because it's a fucking crazy story. Continue. Who had approximately about, as of two months ago, roughly around 14 or 17,000 followers. Mind you, it's not a huge number for a WWE superstar, but maybe it would be a reasonable number for a new one. And he's shorter, so everything's always smaller with shorter people. God, I believe God damn it. Tights. That was from Vince, not me, guys. Well, your honorable big guy, the two people on trial is WWE Gable and Pat Buck, and here's why. Jesus Christ. You're putting yourself... You're, you're Okay, I was not expecting this one. That The Gable one, I'm not, because we talked about when this whole thing happened, but I wasn't expecting you to throw yourself into this, but continue. I have to throw myself into this because after this happened, I actually laughed about it. And I went, wow, I'm, I'm, I'm a total fucking, I'm a mark. So I'm on trial. <sighs> this is. So a little uh, more backstory on the big guy for weeks on end, every now and then, maybe about once every two weeks, a funny comment would appear on one of my pictures and I would give one back to them via Instagram to oh, WWE wow. Gable in pro wrestling. Just, there have been times. I don't know why. I just thought of uh this reeks of uh, from the the big gay Ryback uh, read on the big guy, uh, or the merch. I believe the feed me more merch with uh, tickles the mm-hmm. manager. I don't know. I just feel really weird. It's like you tickle <laughs> you tickle me, I tickle you. I just that just popped into my head as your oh he commented on mine, so I commented on his. Keep going. Well, Ugh. here's the thing. I've had a couple friendships over the years where, hey, they they're we're all in the same circle. It just, I don't know. It's hap- like, for example, I'm good friends with Sam Roberts, and we... He jerks you off, you jerk him off. One big circle jerk. I get it. Completely. Okay. We, both, we, we both get it. We both understand it. So I was like, okay, maybe this guy listens to the podcast, and I believe that, because there is support from a lot of people that do listen. Yes. And I don't, but I don't, but I thought it was a little interesting, because I'm like, I never met this guy, and... I don't think you have either. It's different time periods, as far as I know. I believe I've, I've met, I've, I've, I've came across, we've crossed paths, I believe. Cross paths. Yeah, but I, I was not there when so, he was there, obviously. So I saw a couple comments and I look, I'm like, oh shit, this is actually the guy. It's not the guy, but let me continue on. Please proceed. So I got a message the other day, um, on July 8th, actually, saying that, uh, you know, I always get a lot of questions asking how I should start in wrestling. And I always send them towards Creative Pro. And I wrote back saying, you know, thank you, man. We always appreciate the business. This is from Gable. And I can see, this is from Dudley Gable to me. Buck never stops on Instagram. And, uh, you know, I was like, hey, thank you, man. You know, we have a really good school here. If you're ever in the area, feel free to drop by. So I continue on this conversation for a while. And then I just notice that there was a lot of questions about wrestling shows and about the podcast and about stuff he was pitching or like, Oh yeah. Talking about guys in Northeast wrestling. And I went, Oh man, something doesn't feel right here. And I look and I'm like, man, but he has a lot of followers 
And then I was like, let me just Google you got, to see. You got fake fighting catfished? I got fake fighting catfished. Oh, Tony Buck, there's nothing so, lower in life. So mind you, let's keep this going. But then I go, oh God. And I look and I went, because you could see on Instagram who follows who and nobody, no WWE people follow this guy. So I'm like, oh shit. And then I find the real one who doesn't really comment, and he has like 200,000 followers on Instagram. Which is a lot and more I could credible, see like, but much more believable. Exactly. And I went, oh, fuck. I've been talking to someone pretending to be Chad Gable. So Direct messaging, we have, back and forth, jerking each other off. Indirectly. Pretty much, it was it was more about he he asked me how Isabel's doing and I said she's starving and, and you're talking to a fake catfish wrestler about your fake child. <laughs> Do you understand, Attorney Buck, how ridiculous this entire fucking thing is? Well, right we talk, now, we talk about Ring of Honor a little bit, you know. We, we like two fucking marks t- talking about wrestling. We talk about, you know, who he wants. He's like, oh, I would love to wrestle that guy from Ring of Honor. And I'm like, yeah. But then that's the, all these things. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. And I, I kind of knew. I'm like, oh, fuck. So. Please, pers- he starts please, reckon- please, pr- please just keep going. Um, and then uh, here's how it goes. So I think I put up a tweet or something kidding around about how you were going to address. Oh, the mean tweet episode. And I, I made a joke on Twitter. Like, it'll be 45 hours long. And then he just kept mentioning things about, like, be, marky comments. And finally, I, I realized that. And I said, hey, What man, was the, the mark comment that you really realized between talking about your fake child and fake fighting and Ring of Honor? And where did you realize that this guy possibly could be not real? He wrote, uh, you guys should do a 24-hour-long episode like you tweeted. Could you imagine it? Um, Kenny Omega versus Ryback. WrestlePro 2017. Make it happen. Uh Ryback comes up short. Kenny Omega offers him a spot in Bullet Club. Pat Cena comes out and begs him not to. And I'm like, that was it. And then uh, Ryback beats the shit out of Cena with a chair and joins the two sweeters and Mark Krauts. Book it, Pat. And I said, hey, man, look. Look, someone smarted me up. I know this isn't Gable. You got me. Well done. Take it easy, man. And he wrote back, to his credit, my faults, just trying to help some people. Who the fuck is he trying to help? Here we go. And I go, by pretending to be a wrestler? He goes, no, no, no. Maybe you don't know. Maybe you do know. Maybe you don't. But a lot of people hit me up for, uh, look for attention. They hit me up and uh, they always hit up wrestlers and athletes with stories of being bullied, wanting to get into wrestling and thinking about taking their own lives. And many WWE superstars don't answer these messages. So it feels good to inspire them, no matter if I'm real or not, and make them feel better about themselves. Jesus. So the goal... He says the goal was never to make people think I was Chad Gable. 18 months ago at this time, I had 175 followers and I was doing leagues. I don't know what leagues is. I guess it's like fake, fake, fake fighting. (laughs) Uh, But his popularity rose and then so did my account. And I realized people needed help. I don't use this account to talk to wrestlers. Well, obviously not. Uh, You you being an exception because I had questions about promotions. Uh, I use this account to help people. And I'm like, so you're like a fortune teller. You're kind of like Miss Cleo. And he goes, I don't know. I don't know what you mean. (laughs) I don't do this for bad stuff. I just hope that the message is clear. And I go, so who are you? He goes, I am a teenager from New York that now resides in North Carolina. 
I go, are you in training or are you just a fan? He says, I'm in training. It's more gym work than wrestling, but I've been to the high spots by George South a couple of times. I'm not training yet. That's the goal. I just don't have the time. I've moved in three weeks ago. I would love to go to CAP if, I've old, if I was old enough or if I live close. I ask, how old are you? I'm going on 15 in a few weeks. <laughs> so I'm just going to go ahead. And I believe you say you only take 16 years old and up if you have a waiver from parents. And my parents are too big, uh, aren't that big into wrestling. And he goes, where is this information going? And I said, a possible segment on the podcast. He's like, oh, shit, you guys are going to record this? I said, I, I go, how do you plead? He goes, oh, I don't, I don't like this big guy's court anymore. And that's pretty much where it wrapped up. So what I'm going to say about this, because this is a very serious matter. I, I believe he, he has a good heart. And that he is... I think so, too. Um, I think so, too. But his the best thing that this guy can do is to be himself and to help people being himself. If that's something that he truly feels is an issue, you put your picture on Instagram, you hold yourself accountable, and you reach out to people being you, and you create your own brand and your own identity being you. You don't do something to deceive people and to trick them because you think that is being a good guy. You be you, and you fucking help people being you, because you don't know, 20 years from now, you might be the greatest thing fucking going. So don't try to deceive people, because they're going to get angry over that, because you're not who you say you are, and you don't do that shit. So fucking grow up, be a man. Be a fucking man, and be yourself, and help people being yourself, because there's a lot more benefit to that than doing what you're doing. And that's all I'm going to say on that. And that's... uh. After that happened, I felt I felt pretty silly, silly your honorable big guy. And, Attorney uh, Buck, like, you wow. should feel very silly over this. This is this is an all time low for the podcast. Probably listens too. Probably, no. <laughs> well, but then again, I think people appreciate the fact that I'm admitting that a 15 year old kid fooled me into thinking. Did he you, was Attorney Buck? Were you jerking off at a 15 year old kid? <laughs> Jesus Christ! This Listen, is a whole up. This is fucking an outrageous episode. Oh my god. You told me you guys were jerking each other off. Attorney Buck, <laughs> you were jerking off a 15-year-old. Dude, no. Wait. I just, the, I thought it was Chad Gable. The, <laughs> I thought it was a grown man. Order in the court. Like order that. in the court. All right. This has gotten out of oh. hand. We have broken character for the big guy's court, damn it. I have an announcement, Attorney Buck. Okay. I plugged it earlier in the show. A lot of thought has gone into this. I know the big guy's court is a huge hit with a lot of our listeners out there, but I not having social media anymore, not using it because it is just a waste of fucking time. I'm not going to see these comments, so I don't give a shit. And I blocked a lot of people. It's over 5,000 people over my, my career on social media, on Twitter, not counting Instagram. But a lot of thought has gone into this. Since I'm not going to see it, and we do have cases where people are fans and do just like to talk shit. WWE Gable got off, got off. He got off on this segment, Tony Buck. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got off, yeah. He got off. <laughs> I'm, I'm letting him off. He got off, however you want to look at it. I am going, this week, I am going to download the social media apps and I'm going to unblock everybody who has ever been blocked by the big guy Ryback because then I am then deleting my accounts again 
and I will never see their comments. So if you want it from the depths of hell, tell me what a piece of shit I am. I encourage you. I want you to because I will never fucking see it. I will never know of your existence. I, I, I refuse to download social media. I'm going to open the gates of hell because I'm, I'm going to be, while you guys are in one part of this fucking world, I'm going to be in a whole other universe. And so feel free to just fucking go wild. The big guy is unblocking all of you. That was my big announcement, Attorney Buck. All right. So I guess, uh, does that count as a win for me? Not a win. I, I Technically, I'm going to say you lose. <laughs> I'm going to block you guys temporarily. And then I'm going, uh, I'm going to. Uh, I, I don't know if I can block. I can't block you. Um, yeah. You are exempt from that. But WWE Gable will get blocked and immediately unblocked. Uh, and, and then <laughs> I will unblock everybody else. Because I am a fair man. I'm letting you. I'm not going to see it. You, I'm the most polarizing man in sports entertainment, attorney Buck. And the people deserve to know what is going on in my life. I just don't give a shit what's going on in yours. <laughs> and that concludes <clears throat> the big guy's court. Fuck, that felt good. All right, anything else Any you other- want to get out, out there? Before we close it. Hey, you can follow me. You can catfish me on all <laughs> platforms at Buck Never Stops. If you want to pretend to be a wrestler, hey, shoot messages my way. I'll fucking fall for it. <laughs> Chances are he's going to message you back and jerk you off. <laughs> <laughs> I am at Ryback22 on Twitter, at the big guy Ryback on, at the big guy Ryback22 on Instagram, and Ryback247 on Snapchat. Thank you guys for listening. You've just listened to another episode of Conversation with the Big Guy. The period of civil war has ended. It's definitely an improvement and totally not a lateral move. Join Ambassador Plek Dexeter and his intrepid crew as they explore astounding new worlds, discover their heroic destinies, and meet weird bug creatures and stuff. This is... Mission to Zix. Mission to Zix, an improvised science fiction podcast. That's CYXX, launching September 6th.